0: Hey, we are live. Excellent. No, we're not. My mic's not working. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the VR link. How are you all? Let me just get my things up. Cool. Uh, Yeah, this is a weekly Sunday virtual reality chat show that gives you and us the chance to sit back and discuss what's been happening in virtual reality. But this week is different. This week, we're here to celebrate the third anniversary of PlayStation VR, which launched October 13th, 2016. And we're going to be going through a top 20 list that was built by us, the VR community, and one of the biggest Facebook groups uh, dedicated to PlayStation VR. And what I'm going to do, I'm going to leave a link to that group uh, in the chat below. Sadly, Nat from 7 Degrees of Gaming can't be with us this week, but I'm sure he's going to watch this back when he gets a chance. So allow me to introduce Salsa from Salsa Ketchup VR. Hey, everybody. Lincoln Clay from Lincoln Clay 670.
1: What's up, everybody?
0: And to help us celebrate one of the best-known virtuality headsets, I thought we'd get one of the best-known virtual reality YouTubers and the only guy I've ever personally met to sit in a time-travelling DeLorean. It's Nathie.
2: Hey, what's up?
0: How you doing, man? Thank you for joining us and uh, doing this. Uh, really appreciate it. And uh, in the background at the moment, man, we've got his, uh, we've got his video going, where he done his... Uh, if you haven't seen his video, it's really cool. I'm quite a big fan of uh, Back to the Future. And... Uh, to be in that man what was that like seeing that car it must have been sick
2: yeah it's it, it like I, I still can't believe i did this photo shoot in the first place if i see the video now i'm like yeah I, I would totally like to relive that day for sure <laughs> and um, the fact
0: they gave you and had an aim controller i was like That's a bloody aim yeah
2: control. yeah i know right yeah yeah so I, I mean, first of all, uh, getting a DeLorean is quite rare um, because uh, most of them that are still driving around are just stock ones, and and a Back to the Future replica, you kind of need to rent one. Um, so so this one came out of Belgium, I think. This right. guy drove it all the way to Amsterdam, and I had this location uh, where we would put it uh, in the middle of like this uh, like factory, this old factory. Uh, we had like the, a fire watch there for the smoke. Because yeah. they didn't want it to to have the whole place on fire, um, so there was like an entire crew around it, uh, uh, making it happen. And this DeLorean had all the signatures in there from the actors of the movie, um, because they they actually set it in uh, set in the car themselves. Um, oh, and man. it had all the sound effects. It even had like a taser on top that worked. So yeah, it was like a proper replica, uh, not just a just a half baked uh, <laughs> fan made uh, car. Yeah. It's absolutely
0: incredible, and uh, there's, a, there's a film actually, it's just gone on Netflix, about John DeLorean, about a story about the car itself, um, that's actually a really good film, and I can't remember the name of it for the life of me, but it is on Netflix, and it's bloody good. So, welcome everyone in the chat, who have we got? We've got Steve Drumheller, from Conquer Reality, German Rifter, Robin Schuler, Keith Hunt, nice, how you doing, guys, Oculus Quest, fun, excellent stuff, hard to get, Shh, turtle, <laughs> how you doing, man, so... I've sent these guys the top twenty list so they know what's going to be coming up. But before I wanted before I wanted to do that, what was your like first experiences of PlayStation VR? What is uh, if we want to go with Navy first, man? What was your like first game, for example, in PlayStation VR? Because you probably try, did you get to try it before it launched?
2: I I did not get to try before it launched, but I, I, I did see a lot of stuff you know popping up when it was still called Project Marfius, where everyone was like, mm, uh... we're we're not sure what this is going to be. Um, and then um, I actually like found this. This is what they sent me before it was out. It was like this. It's basically a press kit with all the information in there. Uh, yeah. And when oh, you I then guess. open it, it's kind of tight. So then you had like this little, like little thing that I've never showed this before, uh, by the way. So this is.
0: Quite exclusive,
2: dude. Exclusive, yeah. yeah. Interesting. So they had like this, you know, picture that is moving. I don't know if you can (laughs) see it, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then inside, they were just explaining you, like, hey, what is this headset all about? They show you like the prototypes with Shuhai on there, like, hey, this is what we have been, uh, you know, doing for the past uh, few years. And then you also got like uh, a, what is it, like a few cards for like games that you could activate. Third party, first party, and then also this, this poster. Oh, don't rip it, dude! Don't rip uh, it. That is oh, sweet. That's... And then on the back, like the setup. Um, oh yeah. So, yes. so you could like you know set it all up and uh, and and get started in VR. So that's like the first uh, thing I got from Sony uh, before I got like the PlayStation VR. And um, yeah, the first game I played uh, was of course. I think for many back in those days, because there wasn't that much to play just yet, was uh, PlayStation Worlds. Um, yeah. I think I dove World. into London Heist because they were advertising with that a lot and just looked super badass. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I remember sitting on that chair and this guy, you know, uh, almost beating me up <laughs> and this realistic, you know, figure in front of you. Yeah, it was amazing. It was super cool. Um, for me, of course, I played VR before, so it was... Uh, a little bit different than someone who dives into VR for the first time. But it was still impressive how it looked. Like, you know, the, you you could just see, like, hey, PlayStation is not just a console. It can really pull off some impressive stuff.
0: Yeah, I think the London Heist in particular, graphically. I mean, actually, uh. a lot of them games on that still stand up today. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, they still look fantastic. Um, and so what was
3: your thing, man? Um, first game I actually played on the PSVR was uh, Rigs yeah um it's one that i've been looking forward to i thought it looked super slick i like my anime i like my big robots i like the idea of an arena combat and mixture of sort of like doing straight up combat or that bit where you become like the basketball in combat as it were uh so i was sort of like yeah that's gonna be the first one i try um there was, uh, of course, a second game that that was also. I was very much, do I play this one first because it's like childhood fantasy come real, or do I play this one first? And I sort of like ended up going with Rigs first. Right. Okay. Um, of course that's a mixed bag as well because there was a lot of uh stuff that happened with Rigs. The intro was really, really long. Um. The intro was long and
0: they cut awful. it out of the main game as well because it was making everyone sick.
1: Because yeah. I remember
0: that. I remember basically there was a bit where you're standing there and you're – because he sounds stupid, right? There's no – I got – it was my first experience. And I looked down and I had a body and I thought I could move – he sounds stupid. I thought I could move my body, man. I'm like, well, I'm not moving. This guy's just standing <laughs> like that. And yeah. then this robot come along, picked me up, and then put me inside the rig – yeah, that was like the intro thing. And I remember feeling a bit of vertigo, a bit of like, crap, like I've left the floor. Do you know what I mean? That That, was that cool. is
3: really an awesome bit. Um, but the other bit about it was that, that actually blew me away. And I don't see too many do it as well s- still is the character animations. Like when you're in the jet. After a game or before the game, you've got your teammates there and they're like, yeah, what's up? Come on, we're going to do it. We're going to win, you know. And Mm. you'll be like, you'll look across at them. The animations are so well done and so crisp that you actually do feel pumped by it. That it took Mm. you and it sort of like went... You know where you are you're in the real you look back there you've got this giant great big machine that you're about to be in with your teammates and and that's it and like when you came off at the end of a game and you're sitting there in the, the the jet in the little private jet and the other guys are there with the cup and going <laughs> and you yeah, sort of like the... look across and you're like yeah and that was that was the really great um, bits about it that I loved about that game. Mm. Um, and then you have a, a few other developments that come along. But there's a bit of sadness as well connected to that game because it was too early in the cycle for that game. I think it was, you know, it was a launch title, it had more to do to come along, and it's now in a situation where it's perpetually unfinished. It's got those yeah. I
0: would would have wished they would have took the sport out of it. I wish it had just been like if you'd have just had a mech on mech killer game because it had weapons and stuff. I thought that would have been a great addition to it.
2: Because I I think they they quit like development, right? I think uh, yeah. They they they
3: stopped it. There was like uh, I think it was like three or four weeks left until they actually finished the planned upgrades to the game, and they cut the entire studio. Yeah. and i'm I'm like that is a point of sadness for me um because i think it's still uh one of the best examples of what
2: you can get out of a playstation 4 Mm -hmm. and yeah
0: it still looks good
2: it's it's weird though like last week i was in the store and i saw them selling this game well as far as i know if you buy it and you go in there there's no one to play with Uh, no no, because is it, are the servers still up? I are, yes, they are. I they so. are. Yes? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, but because they're not selling really. it online anymore, right? Um, you you will see a decrease in like a player base. Because online you can't play anymore in in like the online store. Or yeah, can you can't you? buy it. You can only I, I think I
0: thought Physical it was still available only. online. Uh, I think it was Drive Club was the one they took away oh. from the store, isn't it? On digital. Yeah, they've you taken get, away from the store on there. Uh, is that, is that the same for rigs? I didn't know that. I don't, that know, the case. On Riggs. It I don't know on rigs.
3: I don't know on rigs, but you can still play rigs. Rigs is supported oh, by that. Gorilla still, oh, okay. so nice. um, Guerrilla um, hasn't shut down servers and has no oh. plans to. So you can still go on there and play. It's just obviously it's such an old game that people that come along don't necessarily know about it. So it's yeah. in yeah. some ways is it's one of those hidden gems.
2: Because oh, yeah. it
3: yeah, is an amazing experience. But imagine
2: if it did became successful, what Guerrilla would have made for the last few years for VR. know. Oh, <laughs> oh, if That's
0: what they come out with in the beginning. Damn. What the hell would they come out with later on?
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, with um, Star Blood Arena that got this server shut down.
0: Yeah, Star, and Star Blood Arena, right, on paper, if a PlayStation VR game come out and they went, right, these are the features of this game, people would be like, wow, that sounds amazing. Do you know what I mean? And it's really weird that when you play Russia Blood, it actually, like, it's quite a challenge Russia. for some people because it gives you that full three hundred and sixty movement. Sorry, you know um... what I mean? it's like eight players, vaulty player, uh, loads of different characters, great graphics again, and then
3: yeah, yeah. He, mean, he means weapons. Star Blood Arena, not Rush Blood. There, by the way.
0: Yeah, Star Blood <laughs> Arena. Yeah, did I say Rush of Blood?
3: Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, man. Yeah, Star Blood <laughs>
3: Arena.
0: I know Lincoln said um, Star <laughs> Arena. So, what about you then, Lincoln? What was your first game in there? Because I know you got a story about a time you actually bought it for your son. That's, mm-hmm. that's the whole thing how it started. You went to a store and you experienced it like that.
1: Yeah. Uh, Best Buy and uh, GameStops, they were doing uh, weekly demos. So I was taking my son to uh, Best Buy every weekend to uh, sample the demos of the uh, PlayStation VR and he asked for one. I bought it day one, hid it in a closet covered with blankets. He gave it to him on Christmas. Um, so yes. my first games that I experienced were like uh, Battle Zone from the... Uh, uh, from yeah. the Best Buy demos, but what really stood out to me was the demo disc because it had everything on there, a sample of Drive Club, Rigs, Resident Evil, and several other games. And that's when I was like, wow, this stuff has a lot of potential. In fact, the, uh, the Drive Club demo had me thinking of what I could do. You know, it was like, okay, I got, if I do this, I got to get a racing <laughs> wheel. I was wanting one of those racing cages with the hydraulics where the cage moves around and everything. <laughs> All that stuff, I wanted to go all out because that was amazing playing the uh, drive club demo, going down the street, doing 200 miles an hour and actually feeling like you're in that car and, you know, actually in the middle of the race. So that's that was what showed me how much potential that um that VR has. But I was probably I would probably say that uh, Farpoint is the game that made me say I'm here to stay. Farpoint, yeah. again, it's weird. I was, I
0: was playing, uh, so last night I'd done like a live stream going through all different games that people wanted to play and uh, they made me do Creed, which I'd like, <laughs> be like saturated, man. Um, but it was weird that someone said something like, how come a lot of the earlier games are still not bettered? Do you know what I'm saying? And funny enough, when we get to the top 20, uh, one of them in there, are, uh, some of them I think are pretty obvious, but you've got to sort of look and think, hold on, like these games have been out quite a while and they're still holding. Do you know what I mean? They're still up there in the in the uh in the high quality range and people hold them in high regard. Um yeah so like I was saying earlier man my experience was um I went to London Tobacco Docks in April twenty sixteen um to try PlayStation VR. Funny enough Oculus Riff was there and HTC Vive and I'd never heard of them. Before this, I think I might have heard of Oculus, but I hadn't heard of HTC Vive. Um, but what I did do was when I found out there was there, it was find out the price of these other headsets. And I was like, dude, I can't go there anyway. It doesn't matter. I can't get a PC and stuff because uh, i had done the PC thing and I gave up on them. The blue screen of death killed me. And then, um, <laughs> yeah, I just didn't have, I didn't have it in me to go back. I was like, I am staying away from PCs. And um, yeah, as I said, it was rigs, Battlezone. But London Heist was the one, man, because I was sitting there in that van with that guy going down the road. And uh, one of my favourite games online at the time was Grand Theft Auto, uh, and, or Grand Theft Auto in general. And just I remember thinking, I'm going to open this door and try and throw myself out of the van as he's going down the road. And I opened the door and I thought, no, nah, there's no way I'm doing that. <laughs> Close the door. And I was like, there's no way I'm jumping out of this van in VR. And I, it was things like that that made me think, this is the next level. This is like, for me, what reignited my passion in gaming um and i didn't realize it was going to be vr do you know what i mean i always thought it was going to be the next battlefield or the next call of duty or something like that and it ended up being um for me playstation vr and that's what's led us or me down to where we are today um talking to you guys so yeah
3: <laughs> i'll just uh give a say uh, you got cold yogurt and saying hey nathy how's the teacup brights <laughs> Of course.
0: <laughs> they say that every, I think they said it on the show. Oh
3: Robin. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Uh, crazy. Robin dropping $100 in the chat.
0: Holy oh. moly. <laughs> thank you ever so much, Robin. Thank you very much. Um, I can't, I Big can't thank people enough. That yeah. I can't do Thanks enough. When like money, like what'd you do? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you very, very much. It's crazy. Um, yeah. So, how are the teacups, Nafi? How
2: is that? <laughs> uh, it's because, like, when I'm when I'm not on the podcast, they use these images, and and I was at Disneyland the last time, and they oh. probably used the same picture again. Yeah. So, they, so, yeah, so people did. thought yeah. I was at Disneyland again to make to have fun, but that's well, sadly not true.
0: Yeah, that's sadly not true, because <laughs> 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 I know, right? I know. I was I was so,
3: hoping that somebody would ask you.
0: what what it is man i hate the teacups is it the teacups where like you sit in them and you get to yeah get the little
3: wheel in the middle yeah yeah
0: oh man i get like really overzealous doing that and in the end i just make myself feel ill. so it's not good (laughs) um who else got in chat anyway robin thank you ever so much for the donation hello mick papa chicken how's it going who else we got we've got boy brown ace mcleod that is uh that is a very cool name tgk nice guys so Let's jump into this top 20. Let's start with, uh, obviously, 20. Um, And I I know you guys uh, know what's coming up. But I thought this would be a little bit higher in the charts. Um, It's Doom VFR. I thought it would be a little bit higher, um, just due to the fact of the classic Doom levels. I don't know if you guys have experienced them in virtual reality on this game.
3: Yeah, yeah, I have.
0: Yeah, so what do you you think about this being 20, dude? And and obviously, what is your favourite control method as well? Because... First time last night was the first time I used the moves. Everyone was saying he's really immersive with the moves. And it yeah, was. It was I actually pretty really
3: good. Yeah, I used the, the moves first. Definitely. I was sort of like, I, th- I think that's going to be best. Uh, see, a lot of people at the time still had problems with getting used to move mechanics with the moves and the lack of the thumbsticks, which of course is a big thing about PlayStation. I know we're going to talk about it later, but mm. I s with something like that, having your hands in there properly was good because otherwise they had this hanging hand that would be the hanging oh, the arm thing in in yeah. with the head movement and it's like look if you if you're not firing with a gun and you've only got one hand like an aim controller one yeah when you're yeah. using that I I don't understand why they don't keep the arm down out of the way. And then animate it in place when you're firing. Go to fire another weapon.
0: Yeah, I don't really get. I didn't really get the grenade launcher. Uh,
3: what was your thoughts on this
0: game, Nathan? Did you enjoy it?
2: I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, the only thing that I thought was quite overwhelming were like the controls for people who are new. Even that, yes, there was teleportation in there, but yeah, there were so many buttons to you know oh. uh, uh, play around with. Um, but yeah, it was satisfying. I mean the teleportation, and then in combination with this, like you know, uh, brutal attack. I don't know how it's called again. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But that, totally that actually
0: made teleportation uh, a weapon, which is yes, great.
2: exactly. So yeah, then, yeah. then, then there was more than just oh, a teleportation, and it, it became a part of the game. And I think that's something I haven't seen much in VR games since then. Yeah, agreed.
0: agreed. Yeah, what about you, uh, Lincoln? I wish this got multiplayer, by the way. <laughs> uh, in the case of
1: uh, Doom. Doom VR is the first time I experienced any kind of Doom game. And uh, yeah, the controllers. Hold back there. Did did you just say you've never played those before? No. So when I played it in VR, that was my first time experiencing any kind of Doom game. And yes, those controllers were a little bit weird, but more than anything, that game came along at a bad time for me because it was at a time where I was getting deeper and deeper into VR, uh, especially the PlayStation VR. And it was yeah. like, you show me a game and I pop in there for about five minutes. Is it immersive? Is, is it interactive? And then it's like, OK, it is. It is. Let me see the next one. So it was like I was wanting to see every single game in the library to see how good it is, to see how interactive it is. So yeah. Um, I don't think it's a bad game. I think it just came at a time where I was like, you know, um, you know how you want to taste every ice cream in the parlor.
3: Yeah, oh, yeah,
0: so
1: that's about. the way that's what VR was to me at the time that Dune came out. Yeah,
0: it was the same. Like any, any game that launched in a certain window, probably the first three months, I purchased. Yeah, every time. Because you just couldn't get enough. Uh, and when it goes to launch titles as well, I think it was Batman, Places of VR Worlds, and Batman. Like I'll never forget Batman. That was absolutely insane on launch day. <laughs> well, that's come up there, isn't it? It is coming up. I know. I shouldn't talk about it. I do apologize. Who else have we got in the chat now? We've got uh, Wrecking the VR. How's it going, man? Sorry about the VR Roundtable 360. The final episode went up. I think it was last week. Um, so, yeah, it's a shame to see that go, man. But uh, I'm glad you're in the chat, dude. Thank you for joining us. Who else have we got that I might have missed? I think we've got Papa in. Midlife. How's it going, dude? So, at 20, I was doing VFR. At nineteen, is exactly what we were just talking about, dude. Yeah, Which
3: that's
2: is crazy. What? <laughs> what? Okay. Batman. Hmm. Yeah, Batman. seems
0: legit. <laughs> yeah, it's right. uh, it somehow lined up into
3: Yeah, It did. it did. That was kind of I thought he was either being a bad genius, or just completely fluky as absolutely anybody's business I, I didn't know, know I'll be does. honest
0: I'll be honest it was fluke I know you think fluke. I'm making it up but I actually <laughs> haven't of this top 20 that was pure fluke <laughs> tell me about your best moments from this game because I know I've got two or three but what were, like because one of the things I got annoyed about right was when I saw people trying this they were getting the Batman ears to stick on top of their PSVR headsets yeah and I always wanted some of them, and I can't seem to buy them, and I don't know where to get them, but they seem to be giving them out to people, or just using them for the demos.
3: yeah um they they did do that. You saw that a lot. those uh you know like your overhead uh, headphones. there is yes. a pair of overhead headphones that have bat ears in them, and that's what they they were using. That's what I want. That's what I want every time i play this game
0: so uh, yeah what are your thoughts on this one Nafi?
2: yeah batman uh, it's been it's been a very long time ago i played that one um, what i yeah. like, i i liked it i liked it but like the thing is this this is also one of those styles that came out so long ago that from like if you would judge it now based on what we what we are what we have experienced in vr mm-hmm. it wouldn't be that good But based on when it did launch, it was awesome because, um, again, it was very, very friendly for people that were new to VR. You could just teleport around. It it, it wasn't like super action packed, um, but it did make you feel like Batman. I remember, you know, you going into that elevator and then uh, gearing yourself up and putting the mask on and then you could see yourself. Uh, This was also something that you couldn't really experience that much, you know, look into a mirror and wear something. Um, and then I also remember you know, getting trolled by the Joker was yeah. also amazing. I think it's like somewhere at the end of the of the game, but it's 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 great. yeah. so the atmosphere and everything got nailed. but you know you couldn't, for example, you know ride the the Batmobile in a super satisfying way. It was all kind of, yeah. Yeah, a little bit arcadey in that sense. Uh, yeah, and, it, and I think that if if people would would play, let's say, the second half of the game, they would be like, "Wow, this is this is freaking epic!" But the first part was kind of slow. It was more like, "Hey, I'm Batman the detective, and not Batman the, you know, what we usually see him do." Yeah,
0: yeah. I think there's two sides to a Batman fan. I think they do see it as a detective story because one of my friends come around and he he not once he played it right through. You know, like when someone invite around to go, do you want to try VR? And then they just forget you're there. They are just playing the game and you're like, I'm asleep yeah. now because he ain't stopping playing this. Um, he loved that. He was like, oh, I really felt like a detective. I really felt like he never once said, oh, there weren't no action. He was gutted about not driving the Batmobile. I think everyone is gutted about the fact yeah. that you can see it, pick it, and then all you do is go black and just hear the noise. of. You <laughs> like,
3: don't even oh. get to ride in a passenger seat. That's, that's the, the, the thing, you know. You could run in the passenger seat and be Batman. I know, but you know, it could be of autopilot. It's the Batmobile, after all. It's got autopilot. <laughs> I know you're saying.
0: It is absolutely sick, though. Uh, this was another one I played uh, yesterday. And that bit when you go into the Batcave is uh, still, still absolutely incredible. You played this one, Lincoln?
1: Absolutely. Uh, the Batman Arkham is the first game that left me upset for being good. <laughs> <laughs> because I absolutely love that game. Uh, on the DC yeah. side, Batman is my favorite superhero. So to be able to put that cow on and move around in that mirror and see yourself as Batman, yeah. um, to be inside that what looked to be a nut house and the Joker's trolling you, um, that was creepy. <laughs> and um, yeah. But the story, I thought the story was great. And I was upset <clears> because I <throat> thought the game was too short and it, was, it left you with... Too many questions. It is like, we got to have a sequel. If we don't get a sequel to this game, I will probably remain upset.
0: I know. This Are is you a still game upset? I
1: definitely want a part two. Are you upset? Are you upset today? Every time I think about that game, every time I pull it out, I can't think about that game without thinking that I want part two. If we don't get part two, I will be disappointed.
0: I'll just remember, like, I took three days off to play PlayStation VR from work. And, um, yeah, I probably spent far too many hours in it, like six or seven hours every day, <laughs> which actually kind of makes your brain a bit funny after a while when you come back to, to reality. <laughs> um, that last bit that Nathie's talking about where the Joker, ba- he, basically everything's oh. just twisted. He yeah. appears. You, and I think at one point you become the Joker or your eyes. Turn to the Joker's
3: he, 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 so there's someone who said they haven't opened that up yet and you've just spoiled it for them.
0: Oh, which man, that's rather- fine. That trashed me. That absolutely trashed me. And I remember taking the headset off. You know, like in the adverts, the cheesy adverts, where people come at me and go, that's what I was like, but no one was there. And no one was around.
1: Um, Yeah, it it was creepy, but I also had to remember that I'm Batman and he fears nothing. So I couldn't let myself be scared of all that creepy stuff that was going on in there.
0: I can't believe you just told everyone you're Batman. Like, surely you're not allowed to tell everyone you're Batman. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Well, you know. <laughs> right number 18 is uh I, I'm not I thought this would be a bit higher up um is Trova Saves the Universe I thought I can't play the audio to this by the way because we don't swear on this channel and um <laughs> when I watch this trailer it's just full of <laughs> swearing all the way through uh, which makes it fantastically funny and if you haven't played this uh, I think you definitely should it's quite a unique game well, so uh yeah uh... Well, what's your thoughts on this boys
3: Oh, this is one of the things because this is the only game on this list that I don't own. Oh,
0: okay. They just have free DLC for this as well.
3: Just drop. It's it's literally that at the time when this was released, which wasn't that long ago, the backlog of stuff I've got going on was so big, and I had um, and I still got a problem with my ears going on, so I can't play as much VR and different things like that as I want. So, because yeah. it's just like too much pressure in my head <laughs> or whatever. So this is one game that are on this list, the only game on this list that I am yet to play. Dude, you you
0: just turn your camera off, man. Have a quick go. Come back. Let us know <laughs> how you get on.
3: Yeah. I've watched other people streaming it and stuff and say, you know, I know the sense of humor's there. Cause Are you a fan you know, of Rick
0: and Morty? Anyway, uh, I,
3: I, I never, I, I never got into Rick and Morty. I look more at this and would go, yeah, I find that funny because okay. I do find that offset, off-center sense of humor funny, but mm. um, it's it's um, one I'm yet to dive into,
0: dude. Like, you should definitely check this out. And Nafi, you actually met with a developer, didn't you?
2: Yeah, yeah, I know them very well. Uh, we're very good friends, um, and I also got to play the game for the first time with Justin Roiland oh, sitting next man. to me, doing, <laughs> doing, doing the voices while they were also doing the voices. Game was like this weird <laughs> Inception moment. Um, yeah, it was super funny. It was super funny, and he knew a lot about. It. Of course, like Squanch Games is, uh, you know, he owns that uh, for a part. He's a very involved with that too. So you know, it comes from his. Like you know, mastermind, as they say, um, and yeah, it's super random. It's a super random uh, title. What I made know, them I get into
0: think... VR? What made them want to do this in general? Because I think the first one was Accounting Plus, wasn't it? That was their first squanch games, wasn't it? Mm.
2: Yes, yes. I, I think I think it's um, I think it's because I mean Justin has been playing VR for a while. He was a like job simulator is one of his favorite uh, games. Um, yeah. So he he just you know got to to play around with that. Um, and I think he even has some videos uh, on the internet of him, you know, trying VR early. So, yeah, no, it's it's interesting what uh, what they have made so far. Yeah, man. Yeah, you played this one, uh, Lincoln? Uh,
1: no, I have not. But it is a game that I have kept my eye on. I, I am curious about it, um, but I have to be honest, you know, given what's going on right now with the games that are out right now. Uh, you know, in my busy schedule, I'd have to squeeze it in there. But it, but I am curious about it.
0: Nice. Uh, I was just going through some of the chat here. Um, you got cold yogurt. Trovis says the universe is my number one game of two thousand and nineteen. He platinumed it. That's what I'm saying. So that's why I was a bit, uh, I don't know, put back by the fact that this is quite high up in the top twenty because a lot of people are very passionate about this game, you know, it's made a big yeah. impact on them as well, and it is a unique game, there's nothing else no. really like this. It's, it's one of the
2: only seated experiences that got launched this year, plus it's also one of those titles that is a third person platformer, but also is first person and that's yeah. a genre that you don't see that much uh, and in this case, yeah, they, they, they nailed it. Um, yeah.
0: Agreed, agreed. So that was number 18. Let's go to... 17. Um, I, w- I-, I was not surprised this is in the top 20, but it seems very hit and miss. And that is Tetris Effect um, yeah, on VR, obviously, because I think it was an exclusive PlayStation VR for a while, and now it's on PC VR as well. I've yet yeah. to try it in PC VR personally. Um, so, yeah, this game, for me, like, I thought it was amazing. When i done my 24 hour charity live stream, this was the second to last game I did. And I think because I was so tired, I entered another level. Of, like, playing this game, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm assuming that's where they want you to go with the sounds, yeah, they, and the music they, and the colours. they do.
3: They do, it's because, exactly dude, where I was playing it. Go.
0: I was playing it, man, and I was doing really well. And I didn't even know I was sort of playing it, I was just like in the zone, as they say.
3: Oh, yeah, so, yeah, it's exactly where you're supposed to go with this game, though. If you've got a sub pack or something like that. So that you can feel the music and have that, the the whole thing reverberate through your you know your entire being, then that's definitely the way to go for this game. Um, nice, but you're you're definitely supposed to have your mind melt away into the background, and just become the the Tetris, as it were. Become you know, the Tetris. Become the Tetris, the Tetra, or what, are, what are they, they, they called the uh, Tetraminos, know, Tetraminos. No. Tetraminos. You know, you're supposed to That's live, breathe, and think only in Tetraminos. So every single problem in the universe can be solved with Tetraminos. So
0: I played this before launch, and it was like the same comments were, it's just Tetris. Why is everyone going mental? It's just Tetris. And, you know, and I think it was quite an expensive game uh, when it launched. I think it was in the £35 plus range. And I've found unless a game is quite special, it can be kind of rejected a little bit uh, when it comes to that. a bit like Space Junkies, for example. An absolutely amazing game. But people were like, dude, you've got to do more than that for that sort of cash in VR. So, yeah. So how are we feeling about Tetris?
2: Yeah, I like. I think the problem with this title uh, is and was that um, from from a pancake perspective, it just doesn't look that exciting. Um, right. And then when you're in VR, it's actually a total different story because there is depth to it, and there's much more going on. the The rhythm is pulsing while you're playing. The better you play, the deeper you go. Yes. Um, but um, yeah, I think that's. But th- there are more uh, VR titles that just simply didn't do that well because. They can't sell themselves on a flat, you know, screen when people see them in a store or so. Yeah, no, it's it's it's, it's a nice game. Maybe. Yeah, it was a, a bit bit expensive. Also, Tetris is such an old, you know, uh, 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 game that people are like, yeah, so what what what's new then? Right. Um, yeah. I'll so maybe it on, a, on a Game Boy. Yeah. So maybe maybe in terms of marketing, they could have done better. Um, and then maybe it would have ranked higher as well on this list.
0: Yeah, but yeah and I think, I think you're right, dude. Like being, being, that is one of the biggest problems with virtual reality, and that's where the quest comes in. I'm just going to touch on the quest quickly. Is it's as easy to share VR as watching something on a flat screen. Um, because actually PlayStation had it right at EGX. They had the player here, the headset here, and then the social screen facing away. So that was really cool. So you had a little screen for you, but a big screen for anyone walking by. Do you know what I mean? And like, it was titles like Wipeout. Actually, that I think Wipeout and Beat Saber were the two most popular games there, and they had Astrobot that was before launch, something else because Wipeout looks amazing, obviously, and everyone knows what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, Beat Saber, you know, that, that looks fantastic using lightsabers to chop stuff up. So, um, yeah, sorry, sales, so You was gonna say, man, I
3: was gonna say, it's it's you know, it's a my game, so um, it's that whole rhythm thing, you know, you're talking about the person who created uh, Res Infinite here, you know and luminous, and it plays into everything that he does. The expense mm. is, I think, a part of, unfortunately, the Japanese creators on these games where they spend a lot of attention in detail because the detailing on this game is absolutely spot on. There's nothing out of place. There is, you know, it's it's immaculate in those terms. Mm-hmm. And, unfortunately, it attaches the price that, Attaches to uh, uh, a Japanese development studio at the same time, and they're always on the upper end of the price in general. There are exceptions, but generally, I think a lot of the the Japanese games can be a bit higher.
0: Uh, yeah, I think because it was a flat game, maybe I mean at the end of the day, it was a flat game with PlayStation VR support. Yeah, that's how it was sold. So I guess when it was boxed on the shelf they're seeing it as a just traditional PlayStation 4 game with a massive potential cult following that's your 35-pound mm. mark. Um, but for everyone in VR, I was like, why do I need this in virtual reality? That's probably what it was. Because they're not going to buy it to play it flat. They're going to buy it just to play it in VR. So, do you know what I mean? Talk to me, Lincoln. How you doing?
3: <laughs>
1: doing all right. Um, Tetris Effect, I thought it was expensive. Um, but I went ahead and gave it a try anyway. And after I tried it, I think um, Tetris Effect feels like this is probably a crazy description of it, but I think it feels like a warm bath in VR. It's oh, sorry. Soothing. Did you say a warm bath? A warm bath. Yeah. yeah when you take a warm bath, you know, when you just want to relax and just like,
0: yeah, it's
1: soothing is relaxing. The music is great, and um, and it's one of those games for me that when I come home from a hard day's work. And I just want to unwind and do something relaxing, but be entertaining at the same time. I think that's what Tetris Effect does for me. It's, it's rather relaxing. It um, and if you're stressed out, I think it takes a little bit of that edge off of you too. Yeah, yeah, I actually agree. I, I think the another thing,
0: like not only the visuals, the music and the sound, are fantastic in this game. So TGK is asking, is Tetris worth 80.99 on sale? For me, it's a yes.
3: Yeah, for, for for me, if you want something to chill out and you are the type of person to get one into bar. puzzle games, then, yeah, just because of the chill out factor. But it's still a little, you know, some people may still even see that price as too much. But for me does, personally.
2: I, <laughs> I can see him yeah, you know, He's fighting his power it's, it's, it's just one of those, those very specific audience. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah, I don't know. Does Does PlayStation handle like a refund system in that case? If you could try it and no, so you buy it and then you're you're okay. done. If If that was the case, then then I would just you know recommend people to be careful when they consider it. But usually, it's nice to be able to try something you have never tried before, and then if you don't like it, you can still refund it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. With the PC absolutely. version, yeah. okay.
3: you can do that exactly. Though, yeah. The PC version, we can do that.
0: Yeah, what's up, uh, what's up, Lincoln? What you say, man?
1: Oh. oh, no, no, I didn't say anything. I saw uh, uh, somebody in the comment. I think it was Turtle says yep. who recommends PSVR as a second headset. And I was gonna type me in the chat. <laughs> so they can hear me? Yes, definitely recommend uh, PSVR as another headset or a starter headset, whichever you want, whichever way you want to look at it. But I definitely recommend it.
0: Yeah, for sure, man, for sure. And that's some um, tight. I think if you've really. got a PlayStation 4, it's a no-brainer. Like you can pick them up secondhand for hundred and twenty pounds.
2: Yeah. Honestly, it's kind of it's kind of weird if you don't have a PlayStation in this day and age. <laughs> yes, it's true. Was <laughs> that
0: 100, is it a hundred million there on now? Was it they said
2: it's something like that? Um, it's something like that. Yeah. It's like something standard in a household nowadays. <laughs> yeah, it's like the cat. sadly the PlayStation VR is a different story or VR in general, but a PlayStation. Oh yeah, totally mainstream. Yeah.
0: We're getting, yeah, there, yeah. We're getting there, man. We're getting there. The Swiss guy, the VR grid.
2: <laughs> how you
0: doing, guys? You're all right. We did have, unfortunately, and I missed it. Seven degrees of gaming. That he was here. How you doing, man? Charlie Lima.
3: Yeah. Nice yeah.
0: guys. Thank you all for joining. Excellent. You did... Voidcat. I don't know if to give you gave a shout out earlier, man. But how you doing, Johnny? Rypop. pop. Nice.
3: Yeah. Uh, seven degrees of gaming did just say that you're you're definitely a great looking guy, but where's the beard? And that's I'll for, you, for Nathan. 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 <laughs> I don't know. That um, uh, is usually there with his very long wizardy beard. So he's wondering where the beard is. He was, he's disappointed <laughs> nice that you haven't do. come in bearded.
0: So, uh, number 16 is Ace Combat 7, um, which I was quite surprised about this because the whole game isn't a VR game, it's no. and the, a, a part of the game, which is a VR experience. Experience, yeah. yes. But don't get me wrong, visually is fantastic and they've done amazingly well with it. But it's another one of those cases where it left everyone wanting more. Um, so, yeah. How are we doing
3: on this one? It's who wants to go first? Who's going first?
0: Go Lincoln. Go Lincoln. Hey, go Lincoln.
1: why not? <laughs> get in there, mate. The um, Ace Combat 7 is the first game that tore me right down the middle. Oh, three missions, three <laughs> VR missions, but the game is still 60 bucks. I have no interest in the flat screen version of that game, only the VR part of it. I have yep. not even tried the flat screen version of the game. I've only played the VR part of it. Dude, I've seen this
0: for 75 pounds
1: Mm-hmm. So it's I going. tried it in, um, because I, I wanted I... to be in a fighter jet. What are the chances that any of us are gonna be on a carrier? on an aircraft carrier, and a fighter jet, and experience those G-forces taking off from the deck of a carrier. And um, to hear that rumble, to see that first jet take off, and then you take off, and once you leave that carrier, it's almost silent, but you look out that window, and that island getting smaller, underneath you just looks so real. So, um, and then I got the HOTUS flight stick along with that to add to the immersion. So. Um, that's another game where they better give us more missions or I'm not going to be happy. Uh,
0: yeah. Are you happy now again? Are we going to get a happy run? <laughs> no, I'm not, <laughs> not
1: upset, just, uh, just wanting more. Um, I've only finished one of the missions, but I almost kind of want to wait until they give us more missions before I dive back into see,
3: it. I don't think you're going to see anymore. Yeah. I'm, 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 they I'm, have to. I'm I'm with C uh, Ace Combat has got a cult following, and I mean a massive cult following in terms of uh, gameplay for the flat game, mostly due to its storyline. And one of the things that happened there is that uh, the creators behind all this, they thought, we'll just bolt VR on top of this and it'll be fine. And then they did that and went, ah, this isn't working. So they basically stripped back everything, they had somebody else come in and go, right, this is what we got to do to get it working. In part, they got things right, because <laughs> the three missions that are there are stellar, it's so well done, it's brilliantly made, blah blah blah, checks all those off. But then you have things like the added like thing of the sitting on the carrier and watching the air show, where I feel like it's a missed opportunity. Instead of sitting on the carrier watching them do their stunts, I would have loved for them to go, here's how you do formation flying in a jet fighter and take you through some uh, lessons on doing uh, tricks and stunts in a jet fighter and fly some formation flying. That would have been, like, blow-your-mind stuff. Um, So I get why it's up there, because as the VR experience, it's good. It's really good. Yeah. But there isn't enough of it, and I do hope they bring out more DLC, because on the simulation side as well, even, like, PC side for uh, VR... Uh, flying games, jet fighters and stuff like that, that stuff is all simulation-based. It's real hardcore uh, learning. You know, you're, like, reading 300 pages to be able to use the radar system on some of this stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas this, you get in it, you go, okay, there's some power this thing up. I'm going to switch to my missiles. I'm going to lock onto this guy. I'm going to put them on the deck. All of this stuff, it's action, 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 action. And it's great fun. And that's what uh, Ace Combat is. And to have that in VR, that experience where you get to feel like you're a fighter pilot without having to go through the pages of reading manuals and technical manuals and everything else to actually be able to fly one of these jets is the whole appeal. And it's, it's just... Missing it, and it took so long to arrive as well. That's the other yeah, thing. Cool. This was one of the the, the most delayed
2: games. Uh, alongside, I, uh, uh,
0: I think the Spider One's going to take that soon. But
2: you know, we'll, we'll have to see how that goes. On. What about you? Did Ace... you played this thing? Yeah, yeah, I did. I did. Uh, I um, was very cool. Like Namco sent me uh, the like flight stick they had from Ace Combat, so it was like a themed one. So I totally got into into the vibe of, you know, Ace Combat. Never played an Ace Combat before. I actually, like, you know, I honestly, I never heard of Ace Combat before uh, until they announced this. I was like, oh, okay, so, like, I'm not really into simulators that much. But, um, yeah, like, I totally agree, you know, price-wise. For just the VR part, yeah, it's it's quite expensive. If you're a, someone who loves Ace Combat and also likes VR, then, you know, great price. Um, and they should have split it off. Yes. Just like I think the same happened to uh, Battlefront, you know, with this with this uh, little mission, you got to play in the X Wing. You also had to buy the entire game, and then, uh, so yeah, I don't know. It, it was fun, and what I thought was the most impressive part was when you took off and you went into the clouds, like these raindrops started to, yes. you know, uh, be on the uh, on the on the windows. Um, so yeah, super super cool, super yeah. fun.
0: It's My cool wife made a video on this. My wife played this. She doesn't play VR, but she (laughs) really, I've never really, she's never, I I was going to return it. So I bought it out of the shop to return it. And I said to her, I'm going to take that back. She went, oh no, I really want to play this game. And I was like, what, why would you want to play this game? Like, she never really says that. And uh, yeah, she wanted to make a video on it and play it. And uh, I cut out from the video the first time she crashed because she's not very happy going underwater in real life. And she didn't realize that when you're crushing this game, you just blow up on the surface. She thought you might go into and die. So she freaked out, but I cut that from the video. You no, know.
1: You know, I would love for this game to be multiplayer. The, um, You've just said that. I, I played a game called Over G on the original, on the 360 before. And this was a game, the multiplayer aspect of it was you could take off from a base. The object was to fly to the enemy's base, bomb their base, and then return to your own base. Um, I would love to see something like that in VR. But, you know, if a multiplayer or something like that plays combat. I would still be playing it to this day if they had that.
0: Yeah, cool.
1: All right. So moving on. Uh, anyone we got in the chat, I was it, Hello,
0: Decepticon. Oh, yeah. How you doing, man? You <laughs> all right? Nice. Kev, great. Mrs. GT. How are you, baby? All right. Um, so next up, want oh, Ann, how you doing? Next up, we got a game that, which, for me... Would have personally been in my top ten. And when I was on the FRLT show, they said to me, "Like, have you got a PlayStation VR game that you'd recommend?" Blah blah blah. And I was like, "This one." And none of them have played it. And I was like, "What?" Mm? <laughs> mm? This game. So the persistence, um, for me, is an absolutely fantastic game. And like, my, I think some games are thrown around quite loosely when you see a game that sort of kind of looks like one game they go oh that looks like God of War oh that looks like Dead Space and I'm like "Uh, yeah I know he's saying like it's in space and there's dead people there and it's being violent (laughs) we'll call it Dead Space yeah but to be fair this got damn close and in its own right because it's uh, procedurally generated there's lots of weapons enemy types great graphics to me this is in the top 10 but here we are Uh, I think it was was it 15 or 16
3: this one uh, 15.
0: So, yeah, 15 for the persistence from Fire Sprite. So, yeah, what's uh, your experience of this game, guys?
3: Shall I go first on this one? Um, I, yeah. I, I, you know, I think it's an impressive title. I think uh, it hits the nail on the head, really. At the price that it was as well, it wasn't that high a price. Um, as no, I it wasn't. That's right. And it's procedurally generated, and it's got a ton of modes. Um... It represents really good value for money. The quality is there. Uh, it provided a very amusing um, video of GT absolutely screaming his head off. <laughs> um, Scary game. It can be. It builds up tension well. It's got all of the different, you know, mechanics. I don't usually go too much for the uh, horror zombie type side of things, but um, yeah, very satisfying game, and if you have the mind of, the mindset of trying to get through this type of maze of a game, you can just end up spending huge amounts of time yeah. in this game for... It's a bloody
0: good story as well, yeah. and it's a good campaign length. Um, oh yeah. So, yeah.
3: Yeah, definitely. So, uh, I think it's a, it's a, it's a definite... Uh, if you want something to be able to waste time and you want to be able to kill zombies in space,
2: you can't really ask for a better title than The Persistence. Nah. What about you, Nathan? You played this one? Well, as you said, every Ellie hasn't played it, so I'm a part of that. Oh, no. So I have, not, I have not played it. Uh, I do have it on my uh, PlayStation account, um, but I, yeah. I never got to try it. Because, I mean, for you guys, it's like, you know, you cover PlayStation VR. For me, it's like I need to cover all platforms. Yes. Uh, it's hard, trust me. Um, but what I do know is that this title, as one of the only ones, has like a, a good difficulty on it. You know, it's it's proper, you know, hard yeah. to finish it. And, and that's what I like. You know, there's too many games nowadays. They're just way too easy.
0: Yeah. yeah, exactly. And going back to what you were saying earlier about uh, what was the first game we spoke about that you said you weren't happy about the introduction to itself and stuff. What was that one? What was well, on was, Riggs? Uh, no, go. I'm, no, I'm talking about Asgard. Don't talk about that.
2: No, Sorry, no, my no. bad. I was talking yeah, about that
0: game. Bad. I wanted to go and basically say oh, yeah, okay. man, that I loved the challenge of this game. The fact that when you die, you get to uh, basically improve your next clone because you're clones, aren't you?
3: Um, well, yeah. And... It's the rogue, the rogue-like aspect of this. It's the same as like with In Death and uh, stuff yeah. like that, where you mm. continually have, uh, though you die, you have the chance to uh, increase the capabilities of your character, so that on your next go through, you can push that bit further. Along with yeah. building your own skills, you're actually building your in-game character skills. And that's a core essential to it. But with them actually doing it procedurally generated, meant that each time you go through, though things will f- feel familiar, you won't know the layouts. You won't know what it's going to throw at you. It's going to throw something different at you every single time. Yeah, and absolutely. that's a part of the appeal.
0: What about you, Lincoln? How are you doing on this one?
1: Uh, this game, I tried the demo uh, very good graphics i was impressed with the graphics on this game and um uh, and uh the first demo the, or the second VR. demo i was just going to uh, say the, the demo 2 or 3 uh the first demo
0: okay that isn't that's, that a, that's
3: a different game
1: okay uh but i thought it had good graphics uh minimal blur cuz we do know some of these playstation vr games are blurry uh, so i was very impressed with the graphics but Because of how shook up Resident Evil left me, and the (laughs) Weeping Doll; those two games left me shook up. Uh, The Weeping Doll left me shook up because the controls are trash. Well, I didn't. I barely touched Weeping Doll because you hear all these chains dangling, and I go into the room to investigate it. Nobody's (laughs) there, so I was like, I don't want to come anywhere near these horror games. But it was it was on a flash sale. It was only like thirteen bucks at a flash sale. So even though it might make me, you know. (laughs) leaving crap in my pants I gotta get it so I got the game I will get back to playing it sooner or later but um, I was definitely impressed impressed with the graphics I do think it's a good game Um, I just gotta overcome you know uh, this game being a horror game because horror games is where VR is just too real
0: Mm. I see that's the thing to quickly touch on the horror thing I always wanted that because I was a massive fan of Silent Hill Silent Hill 2 in particular resident evil resident evil 4 in particular in the first one vr for me reignited that as well it's next level like horror in vr is next level yeah it's yeah it's just it's it's one of those
3: moments where obviously people go but it's just a game it's not real and you go yeah but you still scream when you watch this in the cinema or you've watched this horror film on a tv but in there, you turn away, you're still hearing it. Even if you're closing your eyes in fear, you're still hear- hearing it. And as soon as you open your eyes again, it can be there, right in your face, just like it is that's, in real life. That's the one thing I say to
0: everyone if they try VR. I'm like, because my cousin, who played uh, the PT demo, which is absolutely fantastic, I said to her, because I know what she's like, she's the sort of person there, she'll come around and go, I want to go and get scared. It's Halloween. And I'm like, all right, let's go. I'll jump in the car, right? And I'll say, look, I've got to jump out because I need a piss, yeah? I'll go out into the misty field. She'll lock me out of the car. And I'm like, let me in the bloody car. Do you know what I mean? And she'll be like, no, I'm scared. She'll, she'll want to scare herself so bad. So anyway, she play PT, right? And I just, I thought to myself, I know what's going to happen here. And I said, look, don't throw him a jaw shock. Yeah, just if you get scared, just let go or sure enough, cross the room. Petrified. So I haven't seen her. I, I haven't actually, I don't think I've invited her to play any horror in VR. She did try Richie's Plank, um, which I don't think she got across because I got a real bit of wood for that one. Um, she didn't quite make that one. But yeah, so in at number 14, uh, or are we going to end the BA for ages, is Arizona Sunshine. Um, and I thought the latest DLC was fantastic. Nathie, what's your uh, thoughts on this? Because you probably play some multi platform or. Have you, have you played it on every platform?
2: No I don't I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, yeah I, I, the base game is great. I, I have different I have a different opinion about the DLC though I don't know which DLC or I think it's the damned, right? one, the time yeah was was okay. Um, the, the thing is with Arizona it's quite old now so I, I don't know if it can really live up uh, with, with new content uh, still um, but it's fun to you know play multiplayer. I think it's more about you know chit chatting with friends killing some yeah. zombies with like rubber duckies and things like that horde uh,
0: mode man horde. is it horde mode where four of you stand off
2: oh yeah Horde mode yeah yeah i think That's four working. yeah um but yeah it's still uh, just in general not only for playstation vr it's it's a classic um it's it's in almost every top 20 i would say um yeah it's it's good for its time it's good i would say what yeah. about you lincoln you played
1: this uh, yes, I thought Arizona Sunshine was the game that set the tone for uh, zombie games in terms of everybody and their mother making a, a zombie game. They're everywhere now, <laughs> it, you know, in VR. And I think um, I think Arizona Sunshine, if you want to put it that way, is one of the pioneers of zombie games in VR. I also thought the game was grossly overpriced for the longest, so I didn't come anywhere near it. Forty bucks was a lot of, <laughs> a lot of money for that game. But yeah. I caught it on a flash sale at the PlayStation store for 13 bucks with the DLC included, so I had to jump
0: on wow, it. Wow, that's bloody, yeah. Brilliant.
1: So uh, I played it, and I don't think it's a bad game, but I still don't think it was worth the 40 bucks.
0: Cool, I liked the new DLC because I just personally it was all action, there was loads of ammo. Load it wasn't about surviving at all. It wasn't a it, they seemed to just throw that out the window, like it doesn't matter now, the zombies is just fodder. And uh, I personally enjoyed that because I loved just shooting them in the knees and as they fall shooting them in the face, and I loved all that. So, yeah. What about you, South Seeridge?
3: Uh I got it later. Uh, I didn't get it on release because I was sort of like, I want to wait this one. Like I say, I'm not a big horror fan. I'm not a big zombie fan. Um, and I thought it was too steep a price for me to come in at. So, like Lincoln, I got it on the sale. Um, unfortunately, I think when I got on the sale... There was another release that was quite big. So trying to get like co-op play at the time was more difficult because everybody else was on the new game Mm -hmm. that had been released. So it wasn't as good an experience when you're just doing the solo stuff as the co-op side of it. So that left me a little bit... uh, Yeah... Um, I get where Lincoln's saying as well about the whole zombie thing, but I I, I think we've seen a fair amount of zombies. And I think with zombie horror and other stuff like that, there is a perpetual thing where you go, there is a cycle of content that generally happens around games. So you'll end up with a phase that goes, we're in a zombie phase. We're in a (laughs) a racing phase. We're in a
2: this phase. We're in a that phase. That's what tends to happen around yeah. games. Right Right now, as we speak, we're in the cart, uh, uh, you know, period. We are, <laughs> oh,
0: yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> are the they are coming so <laughs> fast, man. They're just yeah. appearing like yeah. ready, nearly built. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know, right? I what's know. That? Yeah, yeah, How yeah, did that yeah, turn yeah. up? <laughs> oh,
3: yeah, yeah. We've got, another, <laughs> uh, we've got another incoming zombie phase as well.
2: Mm, yeah, true. Yeah,
0: but the, the thing is, man, like, and like, I know Nathias as well played um, The Walking Dead by Servios. But Saints and Sinners genuinely looks like a proper survival zombie game. And I don't think I've always that's what I've always wanted, a game where I could actually spend a good few hours and I've got to build kit. I've got to survive. You're not just the zombies aren't just the enemies. You know, the actual people are probably the people that the people are the ones that are the most dangerous, you know, because they're the yeah. free run, and They're the. they daddy. Thank you. I
2: haven't seen any like real VR game where that's the case we have only seen zombie games but hey that that costs a lot of money you know write a good story make a game uh, for let's say 2 3 years instead of like 6 months mm-hmm. um so yeah you can you can see that these studios are a little bit bigger than uh, you know the indies um but yeah, yeah i'm i'm excited for for a few new uh, titles for sure yeah
0: right okay so coming in at 13 we are getting there very slowly is uh borderlands 2 uh, which is yet to come out, I think is it coming out very soon on p c it's not long now, is it
2: yeah this uh, this month, yeah,
0: wow, and I think then we all get the d l. c. for free or something is that what it is is it a, is it
3: a, yeah is it's it's a, a, the it, the price will include the d l. c so we got the d l. c over here on the um playstation, and uh that was that was added for free on top of if you you know if you've got it it's straight there free and yeah. They'll release it with the whole of the DLC straight away on the PC side.
0: That's it. Yeah, man. Cool. Thank you. I don't you. know
3: if they're actually just adding it as a free add-on or if we're paying again. I think we might be paying again for the oh. the, the game. Because I own the uh, Handsome Jack collection and all of that on the PC and on PS4. So mm-hmm. I think it's a case of you still have to pay to get the VR version. I don't know. Obviously. right
0: okay so uh yeah i mean borderlands coming to vr is absolutely massive you know that that would have got everyone's attention igns especially because they completely messed it up um, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah uh, you know Yeah. but either way i mean it's a shame it was trashed but that led to the community all getting together and basically <laughs> saying no guys you've completely yeah, messed this up
2: that's true yeah
0: the misinformation was unbelievable i can't <laughs> remember what the guy's name was but he basically came out and was like, it's only teleportation. You can't do this. You can't do that. And I was like, he hasn't even got in the options. He hasn't even.
2: Yeah. Was... Yeah, that' true. Yeah. They just went for it like they played on default. Yeah.
0: It was, yeah, it was so annoying because IGN, I know whether you love them or hate them, they got a massive audience. And it, you know, I mean, I think they uh, loved Asgard's Wrath, which is pleasing. Oh,
2: okay. Um, so they yeah. did look into the settings, basically.
0: Yes, as far as I know, man, the Asgard's Rough, I think they gave it a really high rate, <laughs> which is what, what you want. So, uh-huh. yeah. So, Lincoln, was you a fan of Borderlands? I, I personally have experienced Borderlands. I know everyone wants co op. Uh, everyone wants co op in Borderlands because that's how, yeah. And there's a lot of people say that is how you should experience Borderlands, is cooperatively. Um, but, yeah, Lincoln, go for it, man. Have you played this?
1: Yes, I do. I do have this game. And, boy, this is the game that kind of left me in the middle of the road because um i think sony introduced this game to celebrate i believe their first or second anniversary of the uh, playstation vr and uh not only that i bought the game purely out of support for playstation vr because when i got deep into vr It's still to this day, I wanted us to move to a uh, place where we see more and more AAA games coming to VR. And I felt like this was one of the first, uh, other than Resident Evil, this was like one of the few AAA games that came to VR. So I bought the game strictly for support. I paid 50 bucks for it. Uh, And it's only the second time that I played Borderlands. The only other time I ever played it was on my PlayStation Vita. Uh, Let me just get this straight.
0: If you owned Borderlands 2, the the VR is completely separate, isn't it?
1: This is a whole uh, yeah 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 yeah, yeah, it's, uh,
0: separate.
2: yeah it's standalone yeah
0: yeah it's not like
1: you own the first no. one you get
0: a discount or you get it right okay no, 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 no. Worries. yeah
1: uh, but the game itself uh, I kind of got turned off by it because this is really petty why but uh, the character claptrap in the game I found him to be annoying so I couldn't I just <laughs> he's couldn't. supposed to be annoying That's I couldn't it. Yeah. To do it anymore. Yeah, he's
2: he's he's meant to be that annoying. Uh, he's just, just find a couple of stairs. That's all you have to do. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah uh, find stairs. That's that's. If the I answer. could
1: change his voice, maybe I continue <laughs> to play the game. Uh, that's where I stand <laughs> on the game. But I don't think I don't think it's a bad game, and and I'm really glad that that was like one of the first steps that Sony took to bring uh triple games to to PlayStation VR. It's a
0: big deal. Uh, you know and I think we're seeing it more and more aren't we we're seeing more bigger flat games starting to get that virtuality treatment and it was done very well and, and they also added aim support um, which I think changed it, it again for it. me personally I loved playing it with the aim so yeah, yeah. what do you think of this and if you're good with this I take it you love this game yeah, yeah.
2: that's a good part it's a good one excellent
3: Sals. So yeah um it came a lot. It came as a surprise for announcement. Of this game, I think, uh, it came out of left left field. It was like, blah blah blah, and here you go. Here's Borderlands Two VR, and it's releasing next week. And it was like, what? Oh, is, that,
0: is that what happened?
3: Yeah, it was done. literally like uh, I was. It, it caught me by surprise because it was sort of like, yeah, and by the way, this is coming then, and I'm like what? That's quick. Where, where did that come from? Yeah. So, um, as it started to play it, of course. Um, there's yeah. a few things that I thought on release they didn't get quite right. Um, But, you know, like aim support and a couple of other little bits. I still don't think, like you pointed out, the multiplayer. Because they didn't have the confidence to release this. Um... With the multiplayer. That's why they mm. built this whole slow-down time mechanic thing to make it easier. And the case is that, um, yeah, people would have jumped on this if you could do multiplayer. I'm hoping, I, I don't think they are going to reverse that for the PC release. I need going to
0: say that. That's the first thing I remember seeing on Reddit was people always coming to PC, surely they're releasing co-op. Mm. Um
2: so, I don't know why.
0: I'm not. I'm it's, not sure. It's about
2: like it's just simply like for them. Of course, it's not. But it, it it's too too expensive to you know like it takes way much more time, way much more money to part that over as well. You know, parting over just the single player is one thing, but also having that is yeah. a total different story. Of course, they have the money, but in the end, you know, it's, it's return. It's a good start. It's a good start.
0: Yeah, because yeah, well, also they, I think they, on the online side of things, uh, the yeah. ranking system has to change. If someone joins you at a different level, and you're like a yeah, level, yeah, player, it's, it's like...
2: more than what you think it is. Yeah, yeah. There's there is a lot going into
0: that. Um, there is a lot going
2: into that. But well, I, I agree. Like for me, Borderlands is like a, a co-op game. It has never been a single player for me. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah. Is it's, it's a shame on that
3: side, but at the same time, it's like I got to drink in boxes. Like I got to have a real drink. In boxes, nice.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which is and waste your money on the slot machines. Oh uh,
3: yeah, it. waste your money on the slot machines while actually having a real drink in your hand while actually standing in boxes. I mean oh, yeah. that that's awesome. That's like VR of um that game in a nutshell of Borderlands Two in a nutshell. It's like yes, you, you know I wanted more from that and I still I still love that. I, I, it's... It's really, really good. Um, nice. You know, what can I say? Just just works. It just works. But, um, yeah. yeah. Well, cool, man. Hello,
0: JD. How's it going to Drunk Gamer? Uh, who else did we have? Rocky Tommy, Joystick, Forged in Fire, Nick. How's it going, guys? You all right? Thank you for joining us. Taznik. Thanks, guys. So, on to number 12. Uh, you shouldn't need much introduction, really. Uh, is Firewall Zero Hour. Now, I thought this was going to be in a top 10 as well. Um, nope. So, yeah, I mean, I'm sure you've all played it. This is one of my favorite yeah. online games on PlayStation VR, without a doubt. And uh, a number of updates. But still, there's still issues with the game online. Sometimes it works completely smoothly. Uh, mm. When it first came out, it was fantastic. Like, I don't remember having any issues at all. And the more updates they put into this game. Like, last night, every time I tried to play it, I was in the floor on the head. And I was like, okay, we'll start the game, okay. same thing. Went to search a game, I'm up to the air floor.
2: And I was like, all oh, right, we won't play tonight. Won't that play gives farther. you an advantage, in the end, so I don't know why you're complaining.
0: No, no, it would have been someone else there. It's just me in a room. Oh, so, okay, okay,
2: okay. I'm I was like, like you actually got to play like that as well. That would yeah. have been great. That happened in
0: the duty, actually. I actually uh, spawned outside the level. And all these guys running around, I was just shooting through the wall. And nobody one could ever shoot oh, yeah. me back.
2: That that's pretty... that's what the kids always do at rec room when they play baseball. <laughs> they hide in the floors when they kill you. Do I? Yeah, they do. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> cool. So uh, yeah, thumbs up firewall quickly, guys. I'm sure it's all positive.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Like I, I actually went to the office uh, where they where they made it, and and it's it's amazing. <laughs> it's it's such a such a great you know tactical shooter. Um, one that I think uh the, the the pc community is very jealous of uh yeah. because it's it's very unique um and yeah it's 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 one of those reasons to buy playstation vr if you like shooters i would say
0: yeah for sure a lot of people picked up end controllers because of this game yeah without doubt i mean i remember oh, yeah. being in the chat and um i was talking to a guy in there and honor of duty just come out and yeah. uh yeah 32 players online and i was yeah. saying to him dude like do you love? Do you love the game He went, yeah. And I was like, "What other games have you played?" And he said, "None." I was like, "Okay." <laughs> and then I was like, uh, "I just played a game called Honor and Jew. He's got thirty-two players online." He went, "Dude, that's impossible." Oh yeah. I, well, I've just played it, and he was like, "No, I mean, in virtuality, you can't do that." Yeah, you know I mean, and I was like, "Okay, no worries." <laughs> plus,
2: <laughs> plus, this game is like the best community manager of all. Yes. Videos, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm totally biased here. Never mind. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, Frank's awesome, dude. Frank's awesome. So, Lincoln, talk to me about Firewall Zero Hour. And R777, he's a massive fan. He is moist in the chat. (laughs) Clearly, he's
1: uh, (laughs) he's splurging in the chat. Tradition, that's it, Firewall was the moment that I was waiting for in VR, not necessarily for this game, but first-person shooter games in general because when I was still in the flat-screen game, First-person shooter games and sports games were my favorite games. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to first-person shooter games, even flat-screen games, the next iteration of the game, you want it to be more immersive and more interactive and more realism. And VR is the top. You can't get any higher than that when it comes to first-person shooter games than to play them in VR. To actually be inside this game, shooting at people, trying to avoid getting shot at. So this was the moment that I was waiting for. All the days of motion sickness that I had to put up with in the beginning. Uh, Getting past the point where I was thinking about selling my PlayStation VR. And uh, when I decided to stick it out, it was like first-person shooter games is what I was waiting for. We were still like about a year off. So around the time that um, Firewall Zero Hour was supposed to come out, there was other first-person shooter games that were supposed to come out with um, Alvo. I think uh, what is now Zero Calibre was supposed to be uh, Special Forces VR or something like that. Yeah,
0: and, Alvo's uh, uh, to play VR, though, I believe. Right, I
1: understand he found a new um, investor or whatever the case may be, and I can't remember what the other game was, the other first-person you got shooter. got
0: Zero killed. It was zero caliber. Yeah, so
1: uh, around that time we were starting to get a wave of first person shooter games that was being advertised to come to the PlayStation format. And this was what I was waiting for. First, you know, we're finally gonna get a real first-person shooter game.
0: Yeah, it's a problem
1: left me a little bit disappointed, but it was still the first step into a first-person shooter game on the PlayStation VR format. But Firewall was taking it to the next level with it being um, multiplayer. So That was uh, and that was a memorable night for me because I did a three and a half hour podcast leading up to the midnight release of the game. And then after it released, I still did like another three hour stream of the game. So uh, all my time on the PlayStation VR format, that has to be my most memorable night. So that was the moment that I was waiting for. I'll I'll never forget it.
0: Oh, that is lovely. So so you got a long way to go to get over that passionate story there. What are you going to do?
3: What are you going to do? It's good. It's really good. When Excellent. You're right, moving on. So now we're on When you're playing to... it, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When when you're playing it, I have one thing that would probably fix it for me, and it's to do about actually getting into the game and playing the game, because uh, it has a set time. You know, there's set timers. You have no. Uh, Host migration. These are all the things, the bad points that people have already said and uh, put out there. And I think that's the one poor part of the game where it doesn't have the host migration. And I would like to have seen a ready up system instead of a set timer. Because that means that you can literally be waiting there for longer than you play a game. And that, to me, is the reverse way round of any game that I really want to play. Because it, it's got the gameplay and the mechanics to be there and go, right, ready, guys, go, 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 play, go, go, and constantly do that as a stream. But you have to wait for a timer. And yeah. that is and it's it's not round is healed. If I'd have done hill.
0: best of three it would have made it completely different yeah. so and I've always said that And but I don't make VR games and uh, as no. like Nathan was touching earlier as well it, there's a lot that goes into there, this oh yeah there, uh, especially there, online there, there is so, yeah. but
3: I, I think that's the one thing for me personally if they had a ready up system that would help a lot yeah true thank you Robin ever so much for that donation and spurring
0: what? everyone to like the video <laughs> cheers man thank you ever so much Uh Jimster how's it going man Keith Hunt uh oh, have i missed God. anyone out of saying hello to, to Like say hello to everyone dlg 27 <laughs> nice man so now number 11 we're nearly in the top 10 i wish i had some sort of jingle like top like top of the pops to go with that but i haven't <laughs> is moss uh which is on all systems now uh i believe you can play it on Everything. the quest which i have played it oh there you got him have you or uh, her her
3: no oh, look at that got the <laughs> We gotta love Quill. Um, You've gotta love Quill. Quill is amazing.
0: How are, are we feeling about this game?
3: I think it's obvious I got the little statue of Quill here and uh it's just I I I like the approach that this game took. It's different to a lot of what other people uh do. It took the story, it took the emotion, it took feelings, and it makes that connection in VR. It you know, as out of body as you are, as a floating head and ball, a, a ball, you know, a little ball thing. Um, it it worked so well because I mean you are controlling Quill as well, but you're also interacting with Quill in a different way through sign language, from being able to pet her head and uh, scruff you off, your, you know, giving a high five and pointers and the animation. And it all engages you into the story, the detail and all the detailing. Mm. Like, um, if you ever wanted to live through a uh, living, breathing, magical storybook, Moss is the way to do it. I mean, literally, it starts with a storybook that moves. It does the whole white flash thing. Then you're there in the book. And when you move from scene to scene, I don't know if you've noticed that but you can hear the pages turning of the book yeah as you go from scene to scene the sound design the uh graphics all the attention to detail in this game is exactly where it needs to be it tells a story well it does the sound well it does the graphics well it does the gameplay well and it builds on emotions so for me um it's one that I'm passionate about as a game. I really can't wait to play the second one. and Is there seemed... a second one? Have they confirmed there's a second one? So they've done some DLC, <laughs> didn't they? Let, 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 let me put it this way. I mean, come on. you If PlayStation had the thing going along that it's the next gen, and now they've gone, okay, we can officially say it's called PlayStation 5, people. We're calling it PlayStation 5. If there isn't a second boss, it's like, if there's not a chapter two, then something's wrong with the universe.
0: All right, fair enough. It's a book two, yeah. What about you, Nathy? I take it, yeah. I mean, to, I always thought about a model village when I saw this game. It's what it reminded me of, like, you're a giant in a model village when you play this.
2: Yeah, so so again, like, third person mixed with first person genius concept, mm. um, and yeah, as you know, as you as you guys mentioned, like you can you can uh, interact with the world around you with your controllers. Um, you can also feel a Quill's heartbeat, what I think is like super awesome and pretty. Really lets you build up a personal, like you know, relationship with this character. Also, uh, female protagonists in in VR games are rare, so this is yeah. this is uh, you know great to see. It's, it's awesome. It's beautiful. It's it's cute. It's It's everything, um, and uh, I'm sure there is going to be a a, a part, too. Um, When I was at E3, even that Moss was out for a while, they had a little booth where you could take a photo with Quill. They had, like, this hologram that you could interact with, Um, and that shows enough of, like, even, you know, Oculus seeing the potential of what this is and how good it is. So, yeah, you still see it around, and, of course, the statues that they have been giving away. Um, and, and if if you are a big fan of, uh, you know, Moss, I would recommend you uh, going to uh, the merch store they have because they have all kinds of beautiful designs of, you know, Quill. Yeah. Um, so I, I would totally recommend, uh, you know, diving into that. But yeah, uh, amazing game. Sweet. What about you, Lincoln?
1: You play this one? <clears throat> yes, I do have this game. In fact, uh, when I bought my PlayStation VR, the second headset, um, it was... I think it was the Moss Astrobot bundle that I called on clearance. Mm-hmm. Um, now, at the time when Moss came out, that was around the time where I felt like I have to do my part to help push VR to the mainstream. Because I felt like, you know, you guys heard me say it a million times that we've got to do our part to get VR to the mainstream in order for us to get the kind of experiences we want. The developers have to see that there's money involved in this. And Moss came around at about that time. So Moss came around at a time where when I try to reach out to people and try to draw them into VR, I think the timing of Moss was perfect because you can ask a person, what kind of game do you like, And you can show them a game in that genre. And I felt like Moss would be a very appealing game to people who like storybook games um, and platformers in VR. So so I I didn't want to pay the 30 bucks for the game. I didn't think it was an expensive game. It's just I had so many other games on my radar. Yeah. But I did play and I do think it's a good game. And I think um, it was just another experience added to VR um, to help. You know, demonstrate to people who might be interested in the getting into PR. Not everybody wants to see these violent, you know, first person shooters or, or horror games or something like that. I think this is a a, a very uh, good game for people who like storybook games, as uh, Salsa put it. So uh, that's yeah. why I stand on, uh, on Moss.
0: Well, this is one of the games my daughter's played as well. She she doesn't play much for her. She likes Electronauts and Rec Room, but uh, yeah, Moss is one of the games she did play, but she did get scared when it comes to the little. Turtly things that attack her um yeah she didn't really like that but yeah which is cool because i said to her look you gotta be scared of these things why not there's nothing wrong with being scared sometimes adding emotion to a game so number 10 um again i'm glad it's in the top 10 because it would have been in my personal top 10 It's super hot vr so nafi talk to us about super hot man
2: super hot uh also you know a classic Uh, um and and it also like the the great part about Super Hot is that when it first came out, it was only the the base game, um, but then they also added you know these modes to it. I'm not sure if, if you can also play them on PlayStation, but you have yeah, these endless okay. modes and I don't know how the DLC was called, but it was a free free update. Yeah, um, and it's funny that the first time I got to play Super Hot was in I think 2014 in VR, where you had to play it with you had to play it seated with a uh, gamepad and you had to actually Dutch the bullets with your head and then run around with your gamepad. It was like the first <laughs> yeah. prototype head of SuperHod. Um, I think it was on the DK2, it was one of the first uh, things they showed. Um, but yeah, it has evolved so much. It's now like a, a room scale title, makes great, uh, you know, use um, out of your uh, play space. I don't know how that works on PlayStation VR because you do have that. If you have the first generation, you have this, volume button that has a a little bit of weight to it and also you know the cables are kind of dragging you a little bit but you know if you if you you don't play it as a standing experience it's it's awesome you know really dutching and feeling like neo from the matrix so what else do you want
0: yeah so all those modes you're talking about are in the uh playstation version of the game which is great yeah and uh yeah like it was a game changer for me really was another another experience that uh you didn't think you'd ever be able to have until <laughs> vr comes along yeah so, uh, that's my thing on it We are going lincoln with this one
1: uh super hot i think it uh it was a game that came along when uh, the playstation vr was still in its in its infancy and it also came along at a time when i was getting really picky about the graphics i felt okay. like this is a good game it's a great game but all the characters look like cubic zirconias in this game. You know. <laughs> yeah. so I, I, I wanted photorealistic uh, <laughs> graphics, but it is a great game. I still play it every now and then. And this is not a knock on PlayStation, but um, after uh, playing the game on the Oculus Quest and not being restricted to any cores and stuff like that, it uh, makes the experience even more amazing. But it, it is a great game. Do you know what was so good about this?
0: I remember this being one of those viral YouTube games like you'd never seen it before, you never really heard of it, but yet Jacksepticeye and other people were doing super hot. And you couldn't help but go, That looks really cool, you know what I mean? Like, and uh, that, that was it was really good to see that come to play. So VR. v r that was a must buy for me without a doubt. That was another one of those
3: sauceridge uh, it's definite must buy. I think it's uh, an ideal introduction for anybody into VR as well. It's one of those games that if you want to find your VR legs. It's really great like that. Um, PSVR version, yeah, good. Blurry on arrival, fixed up, done, done, done right there. Of course, uh, the best version is the quest version. Personally, uh, especially when played in the uh, uh, surroundings of a stately home, in the gardens <laughs> of a stately home, which is one of the, the the best way that I've played it so far. <laughs> which is good fun Um, but yeah absolutely brilliant if you haven't got it then uh, you're missing out basically it's, it's absolutely well deserved
0: absolutely so moving on to number 9 which I'm sure no one's surprised this is in the top 10 is Skyrim VR Um for me personally I remember I've played this game I think it was on the Xbox 360 first of all, and then I played it on like a remake, which is on the PS4. And and to be fair, this is why I've not completed it in VR, is because I've put a lot of time into this game in the past. Probably not as much as other people, because I know people have played this for thousands of hours. Um, But that first time when you see a character, or, or when you experience a game flat and then go into VR, I think it's strange, in a way, because everything just seems larger. I remember seeing the Ice Spider... And I always thought it like not saying it was an average spider, it was like I oh know, six foot tall spider. No, in VR man, it's about twenty foot tall. It's a bloody huge spider and it scared the crap out of me. <laughs> so um yeah, and the fact this comes to PlayStation was uh, absolutely incredible, I thought. Who's first? Whoever. I don't mind. I oh, mean,
1: uh, let's oh, go Lincoln. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh this game came along at a time where um, I was glad to see that a AAA game had come to the PlayStation format, uh, but it also came along at a time where it was starting to become obvious that the only way we were going to get some of these AAA uh, games coming to PlayStation VR is if they basically ported last-gen games over to this format. And so It
0: works um, well, though. Like, a, a it lot does. Of it, I, I,
1: yeah, but it became obvious, you know, that uh, the current hardware limitations, it, you know, you definitely weren't going to see um, say, a god of war on the PlayStation format because it would have been so limited and so watered down that I don't think it would have been worth them even you know putting the time into it. But this game right here, it was at a stage where I was like, hey, you know, even if it's last gen, we're getting something triple A, I was like, this is a start. So uh, but I knew like I know that this game is has a lot of, you know, uh, gameplay in it, you know, a lot of hours of gameplay. I did have the game at one point. And I did dabble around with it, but I knew I was not going to be playing this game for 80 or 100 hours or whatever case may be. Uh, but I still think it was uh, I still think it was great that it was another step closer of us getting A games on the PlayStation VR format, even if it was last year.
0: Nice. Going to house
1: there's a a thing like you
3: played on the flat screen i never played skyrim uh on flat screen oh i love that it didn't it didn't appeal to me at all as a flat screen game as yeah. a vr game it's like oh my god yes please jack me in you know um it it's everything that you you know for me it that's what vr really embodies is that it's not playing on a screen it's not playing escapism that way it's escaping into something completely different from your everyday life your everyday world every different thing there and you can explore a world in full in real um and that really did appeal to me about uh skyrim vr and um yeah so I've got I've got hundreds of hours into it unfortunately many of those hours was me repeating one the same part of the game over and over again on different systems to make comparison videos oh um, <laughs> which is really annoying so <laughs> I should be a lot further along in story than I am um but you know so I I've, I've spent uh, roughly about uh Eight different playthroughs of the same section of story. (laughs)
0: Yeah, yeah. I couldn't do that, man. I could do it twice, maybe or three times, but that'd be me. I couldn't do. When I'm playing
3: in private, though, um, I'm playing it on PC uh, in a fully modded version of the game.
0: I thought he was going to say in a thong for some reason. I was like, no. (laughs) Where's he going? Don't at? <laughs> yeah, don't
3: go there. I thought there was a In PC private. channel here. I tense. thought there was a PC channel here. Uh, nobody wants that. Uh, but yeah, so for me, it's it's a stellar game. Um, but of course, PlayStation version did have its limitations. I think the current iteration of where they've taken this game uh, on the the base uh, system has increased a lot. The 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 graphic level has increased greatly, because it it looked like someone had smeared the lenses first of all. Yeah, it
0: didn't look good first of all. No.
3: And now it's at the full resolution. It looks nicer, a lot nicer and sharper. Um, Amazing game. The only thing that holds it back on PSVR is the moves, which you get used to. But compared to playing it with touch controllers, it's not as easy cool that's, nice that's,
2: that's it yeah so i skyrim vr just like that moment where they announced skyrim vr and fallout vr and then also doom because they all you know get announced the same time it's like oh this is a great moment uh for vr for sure because you know when you played skyrim in vr on whatever system you get a glimpse of what mainstream games will look like to a certain degree Maybe not gameplay-wise, because it's still a part, and it does play like that and does feel like that. Some things are missing that you would get in a in a built-from-the-ground-up-for-VR yeah. title. Um, um, but, yeah, besides that, it's awesome. It is, again, a little bit overwhelming controls-wise. I played it on PlayStation VR as well. Uh, of course, I'm not uh, a wintered player, so for me having to figure it out with the moves was kind of hard because there was a menu within a menu and there were, let's say the problem is with parting over games is that they have too many button combinations and they just simply don't fit into a controller. And then they have to find a way to to just make some kind of rabbit hole system where you first have to press this and then press that and then get somewhere. Um, so that was kind of hard. Of course, combat wise it was fine, but quickly going into your menu to heal yourself up or to yeah. get something was was just a little slow for me. Um,
0: no, I completely agree. Even, like, whenever I played it. it's one of the, that's the problem being, like, supporting VR the way a lot of us do and uh, making these videos is you jump from games, 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 game. To, game, to, game, to, game, to, game when, to go back to Skyrim, same as No Man's Sky, on a whim.
2: Oh, yeah, it's No tough. Man's Sky, same, same thing. Yeah, same it's
0: thing. It's tough. It's tough. You but it's, again, something.
2: also because of the part. Like, parts are usually, like, if, if it was made from the ground for VR, you would have grabbed your backpack. Maybe there was a menu in there or you had like some kind of watch, uh, of course you didn't have watches in Skyrim, but <laughs> something that would work, right? Like maybe you would hold your sword on the side and could see your health meter on there, or I mean, yeah, yeah, there are yeah. so many examples of how you could do it. But yeah, Skyrim, great push uh, for VR. The only thing I was worried about back then was there were so many parts coming out that I was like, I just don't hope that this is gonna be the standard because you know, parts are nice to a certain degree, but if everyone thinks that's VR, then we're going to have a problem. Um, yeah. so yeah. it's nice as an extra, but it yeah. shouldn't be the standard. yeah,
0: and and I think we're at that now, aren't we? We're getting,
2: yeah, well, life. we don't see that many parts at the moment uh, and and maybe that's that's okay uh, too. because for example, no Man's Sky, even that, yeah, people were very hyped up for it, it, it if it was a real proper VR game, and it was actually like super epic, then it would have had a total different effect on, on the VR industry than it would have now. You know, it's it was a it's a it's a fun game, No Man's Sky. But imagine if it was a built from the ground up for a VR game. Uh, yeah. then it would have had a total different, you know, response from the community.
0: Yeah, just drop it in there. I believe uh Mike Vera Oasis hasn't played Skyrim. Is that correct? That I'm is
2: <laughs> yeah, that is correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I know right yeah it's super uh, super funny I still think he hasn't played it
0: no I can't actually believe that especially with Zim who is like mad for Skyrim anyway.
2: yeah yeah true so, Yeah, I, I think yeah. it's just one of those things like
3: I said on the flat screen it, there are games that simply speaking do not appeal to certain people no matter how they know. are um, yeah. but and I think Skyrim is one of those like I say I never gave it a second look on the flat screen um, and when it first got announced, there was a lot of negativity around. It wasn't built for VR. It's failing it in this way. Then they just before release, they had some other gameplay of actually being played by someone. That's what made me convince me to go. Okay, I'm definitely buying into this game. Um, it's still got
0: some of the best music though, as well that opening tune.
3: Very dramatic. Very it is dramatic. It's fantastic. Yeah. And so, move on.
0: <laughs> move on. In at number eight is a game that doesn't need an introduction if you're on PlayStation VR because it come out on PS Plus. It's wipe out Omega Collection. Um, still, in my mind, and now I'm doing PC VR on the channel as well. The best uh, futuristic racer available. That's my that's my spin on it. Nathy, what do you reckon on this one?
2: It's intense, it's fast. Yeah, it's again, it's for a specific audience. Um, Yeah. Yeah, like, I I can't remember games that are, like, you know, faster than this. So, if you like speed, then, yeah, this is something you should definitely check out if you haven't yet.
0: I thought the VR thing could have been charged because it's done so bloody well. Like, it was free. It was a free update that just dropped. It was incredible. It could have been a standalone game is what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. that's what I'm saying. That's you know, I was trying to get. There's uh,
2: there's there's no other platform that has something like Wipeout. I I know there is Redout uh, with their VR support, but it, it doesn't come close to to no. this at all. That's so right. so again, if if you like this stuff, then PlayStation VR is where you need to be at.
0: Absolutely, South.
3: One hundred percent agree. For if you've got a PSVR, um, you got to play it. I mean, if you go it's back they're going to have
0: you know, to now. It's in the top ten. Yeah. official
3: top ten. They're going to have to. Yeah. It, I mean, it's also one of the, the very first games I played on a PlayStation. You know. Yeah? And on,
0: the, on the original PlayStation? Yes, it is Yeah, I played well. that with yeah, the, right.
3: the, the old G-Con um, controller. Did you? Or yeah, the, the twisting um, Mate, joystick.
0: You're posh. I remember that. Well, I, I, I played, I
3: played at, uh, Earl's Court, actually, uh, where we were would will be like next week. is EGXL Court's next week, isn't it? It yeah. is this like, week, yeah.
0: Uh, uh, e- it's Excel. Yeah? Excel.
3: It's Excel. Okay. Yeah, not L's Court, it's Excel. Yeah. I, I played Nell's Court years ago um, when that came out. So that was one of my first encounters of PlayStation Full Stop. So I'm a big fan of Wipeout anyway. When Omega Collection released, it didn't have the PSVR support. That's true. And I spoke to one of the developers who was on the uh, upscale, you know, upscaling it to 4G, um, 4K even. Oh look at that bad boy, look at that bad the boy. The classic
0: PS1-style box from mm-hmm. Alien yeah, yeah, Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. Savage. But the, um, I, I spoke to one of the developers of the team that was doing the uh, update into the 4K version, basically for ps4 uh before they did anything on the vr because it's a separate development team that made the vr it's not anybody who worked on doing that update to 4k right and the separate team didn't think of doing vr at all it wasn't in their their scope of it because they went, no, I had a conversation because he's making another game that is very similar to Wipeout for PC uh, which I think you've played as well um, because it was at last year's EGX and I've got the name of it Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, I know, I know. yeah, it's like F-Zero more than Wipeout I thought I
3: thought it was closer to Wipeout but okay um, Anyhow uh, he just literally went there's no way you could do that in VR. You should never do that in VR because it'll make everybody sick. And I'm like, but they've done it. And he just went, what the... He didn't actually know that they had updated it since he had been working on it to do it in VR. Sure. And I'm like, why aren't you doing this in VR? It's it's a no-brainer now. And that is the thing, that it lived up to everything I wanted from it. White yeah, Out it lived up, has to, everyone's lived up expectations. to every single expectation I have of it. The graphics are there; it's the best example in class of graphics. It's great racing, great action, and it's three games all there for like under twenty quid. It was, yeah. I bought it flat for twenty-two, that, that
0: limit edition thing. Yeah, excellent, man. So on to number seven. This is, uh, I thought it was going to be high. I don't know how people are going to react to this. He's uh no man's Sky.
1: Hold it. I got to get know.
0: mine in. I got to get mine in. What's that? What you got to do? On the wipeout. Oh, sorry, dude. Sorry. I do apologize. <laughs> no, when he talks sometimes, I forget that someone else hasn't spoken. I do apologize.
1: That's uh, no problem.
0: Take it away, um, man. Sorry.
1: You know, I'm a racing fanatic. I, I love racing sims. And after Drive Club VR... Uh, PlayStation VR was starving for racing games.
0: It's, well, yeah. it kind of still is, isn't it really? Um, yeah. Yeah. people really want more driving games on that. And that's so, a lot of people end up moving on. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. So I was wanting racing games so bad on PlayStation VR. I didn't care if it was a skateboard racing game. I wanted, you know? <laughs> uh,
0: so. I was recently I, offered a game in wheelchairs. I think it was. was right, it yeah,
1: I would have taken that too. Uh, yeah. tricycles, anything. Um, uh, yeah. I got Wipeout at a PlayStation flash sale for five bucks.
3: Wow.
1: Mate, you're the a, a king, king of cheap. It's good. Yeah. It, well, I, it was it wasn't a situation because I barely knew about Wipeout. But PlayStation can't stay out of my pockets because they're always having flash sales. You go yeah. in there, you see a game that would normally be 60 bucks and you see it for like 10 bucks especially if a game that you were in the middle of the road about, you got to jump on it.
0: Yeah, they got a really good on now as well. Yeah.
1: So five bucks for a VR game that's, you know, a full-blown A game as far as I'm concerned, and you get the VR part of it as well, that's a can't miss. So I had yeah. to jump on it, and it turned out to be a very good game. Um, yeah. And I did enjoy it. And, in fact, I believe I played this game with Joystick Guru a couple of times. I had a pretty good time with him. So, uh, yeah, man he's um
0: he's very competitive yeah and i think because this does eight players as well uh some games like for example gran turismo you can't have more than one car on the track or two now because yeah. you've got a time trial mode but you still can't have multiplayer um and yet this does i think it's six to eight players i think it's eight actually
1: you know uh, and, and wipeout was the game that made me have questions why don't we have more multiplayer racing games on the playstation format and why can't they look this good Drive Club is the same. Uh, that's got multiplayer. You know, uh, but it's Ooh. extremely blurry. That's my big issue with yeah. uh, Drive is Club.
2: Blurry. Yeah. Drive Club feels like you have a cardboard car strapped to your to your actual body, and then you're driving around. That's what uh, Drive Club was. <laughs> <laughs> By comparison, <laughs> definitely. By comparison. Yeah, there's
1: definitely. also drifting issues in uh, Drive <laughs> Club because, I like, when I did the replay, I, I replayed a race that I ran, so it puts you in the driver in the uh, passenger side. So you can see the driver of the car, but as the replay went on, the screen started to drift. Next thing you know, I was like turning sideways. Right, okay. <laughs> and I had to I had to keep hitting the options button to recenter it to put me back facing the road instead of you know looking at grass and looking at stuff behind me.
3: Yeah. yeah. We Me should move up from Dry that Club. one, though.
1: <laughs> I, do, I do, too. But, um, but yeah, Dry Club did have its issues. And uh, Wipeout was definitely that game. that looked great. It played great. And I didn't yeah. have any problems with it. And the, the multiplayer was appealing.
0: Yeah, it ticks all the boxes, absolutely. And uh, as you said earlier, it was PS Plus. I believe it was last month uh, Wipeout Mayclation was available. So, on to number seven, no surprise now, is uh, No Man's Sky, which I was a little bit, when I sort of worked this all out with Discord, with a community, with a Facebook group, some people have told me, like, they can't get out of this game. Yeah. Like, this is their best VR game. So, um, and I can see why, don't get me wrong, like, I remember the hype for this game. This was like a controversial game, wasn't it, back in the day? It got in the headlines for kind of all the wrong reasons. Um, yeah. When I remember, I was following the hype, basically, and it sounded like kind of a dream game, like everything you'd ever want in a sci-fi genre type of game, and it obviously didn't deliver, and then I just literally forgot about it, pretty much, and then it came to VR, so uh, yeah, go go on, sales, take it away on this one quickly.
3: Well, I bought in uh, the early version of the game and, uh, you know, the flat screen game. And, um, yeah, it was good. It was a chill-out space type of thing, blah, blah, blah. Didn't live up to all the hype, blah, blah, blah. And then so many years later, they go, yeah, we we're actually bringing the VR.
0: He had a hate campaign, didn't he, that guy? I'm sure he had a lot like, of crazy. Uh,
3: he, they, they went through the ringer. But a lot of a lot of studios <laughs> said to them, basically, step away, just step back. Don't Don't try and fix this because you can't fix this and for the most part and they're still working on it they fixed oh, everything yeah. and then plus yeah they the delivered this game so they, yeah. they they fixed everything and then plus they did this um which is that it works that it, that it even works though albeit on the playstation it's still blurry it's, it's still blurry.
0: But it's an achievement that it's on it's, a PlayStation yeah. 4 in versionally.
3: Oh, God. Yeah, that's what I say. Um, How do they do that? The PC side, when you jump up and actually can see it um, a lot clearer, great. It still has its other issues. I think Nathie would probably agree in terms of like the UI. is um, It's not fully fleshed out as a VR UI in terms of interacting with the menus, because it's very heavy on menu interaction. And I think it's the same with a lot of VR games, yet, yeah, because there's a lot that's going on where developers aren't used to the virtual environment dealing with uh, itinerary management and things like that in VR. Yeah, for sure. And, and that's the one failing. But to have everything that it's got it's an entire universe. You can Absolutely. spend eternity and an extra lifetime in that one game. Yeah, mm. for sure.
0: What about you, Lincoln? How are you doing about No Man's Sky? Because I know you tro- I think you've played it on both systems as well, haven't you? And you finally rested up on the PlayStation version, wasn't it in the end?
1: Yeah, I think. one. Um, you know, first of all, as far as first, uh, both versions go, the PlayStation version was ex- you know it was blurry. Um, I think they made improvements over time, and I think now, at least to me, the game looks clean enough that it doesn't matter to me which platform I play it on. Don't get me wrong. Oh, we got Echo here.
0: Yeah, it's still there. Okay. It's gone now. Uh,
1: All right. Uh, The PC version is still noticeably cleaner, no question about that. Yeah. But as far as the impact this game had, this was the breakthrough moment for P.R., When this game first came out, there was some issues with the launch, you know, some problems, what have you. Um, Over time, they worked it out with features, content, what have you, and the perception of this game went from negative to positive to being one of the most, uh, I think, one of the more popular games um, on console.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah, people lost it. People lost it when they said this was coming to VR. Right. That
1: was the that was the breakthrough moment for VR. I said, this is the moment where the world knows that VR is here and that we're not going anywhere. Um, And I think this was the moment where people who were only remotely interested in VR said, "Okay, now I'm curious. Now you got my attention. Now I might take a look at this VR thing somewhere down the road. So, yeah. um, So I think that coming to VR was huge. It was a it was a big, big moment.
0: It's like some of you were saying, like, Fortune 5 says it's still not perfect. Um, Tommy, the cat in the VR hat, says he's playing No Man's Sky while listening to this. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, as far as... I think it's a game that everyone's got as well, because you could pick it up dirt cheap. Oh, yeah. I think I picked this up for, like, seven quid or it's, something. So, really it was, uh, so yeah, lady, it is. what do you think of No Man's Sky, man? Was you, and did you play it before? Did you play it before? Vio? Yeah, yeah,
2: I did play it before. I played it also in the... Well, I didn't. I didn't buy it based on all the promises. Uh, I bought it after everything went like down. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, it's a, it's a blessing for the VR uh, industry, for the community. Although I, I I think the most of the hype was within the VR bubble and not so much outside of that. Um, I don't yeah. think. Like I I don't have the sales numbers for any platforms, but I don't think there were that many people that. Actually bought a headset to just play this in VR, okay. but for the community itself to spend time in was again like so so nice to have because there are more games on every platform that are just arcadey games that are fun for like an hour or two, but nothing where you can like have two three hundred hours in and you just you know um, like go well with your imagination to a certain yeah. degree.
0: Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and um, taking off and land on another planet in this game is absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Uh, it never gets boring, man. Leaving, you know, entering the atmosphere and stuff is superb. Right. On to number six, which was the game that I kind of think sold the aim controller, which is Farpoint. This seemed to be the game that everyone needed. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like when the aim, aim controller came along and Farpoint appeared, I was like, dude, I've got to get this. Cause I, I don't know. I, I mean, a lot of people jumped in for firewall, but for me, it was definitely Farpoint. Like, you know, I was surprised that not everyone got this. Mm. Um, so yeah, did you play this, Nathy? Obviously,
2: yeah, yeah. I mean, Firepoint was bundled with the AIM controller, I think it was also the first game that yeah, you could the, play with. The AIM that controller, controller. was uh, developed, yeah,
0: Impulse Gear helped design it as well. Yes, the guys did. who made this game, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think
2: so. Uh, I, I and, and the bundle wasn't even that expensive. Um, <laughs> you know, um and, yeah, the game itself um, was was just great because it was the first time you could actually hold something in your hands and, and feel it. Um, yeah. There, it, This is something you, you can only do on PlayStation VR. Um, there is no other platform that has uh, some kind of type of gun that just works uh, with, you know. It's like, of course, you have third party, but nothing that is branded by the company yeah. itself. So what they made fits with your PlayStation VR set, fits with your PlayStation it's just a nice package in in total, and and you got the sticks. you got the yeah, and and and, and and even that you yeah, that like the, the the funny part is is that you have the thumbstick on the back and all these buttons and it just works, um, and it improved light tracking as well. Where first the moves were kind of floating around, drifting a bit, this was kind of solving that issue. Uh, yeah. uh, of course, there was still a bit of drifting, but <laughs> less than, and that's why in Firewall you just want to use that. You know, gone.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Go on, uh, Lincoln. Give it to us.
1: Uh, Far point. It is a first ballot Hall of Famer. This is the game that made me say, I'm here to stay with VR. Uh, As as Nathie said, this was the game that introduced the aim controller. And um, it's a great story. At the time that it came out, I felt like it had... Some of the best graphics on the PlayStation VR format. And at the time, it was probably the most immersive game that I've ever played due to the aim controller.
0: Yeah, man. Looking I- like
1: a, a regular piece of plastic, but as soon as you pull that headset on, the gun's right there in front of you, so detailed, the nicks and scrapes and scratches on the gun, so immersive, uh, so immersive. And, um, and even though it was 1v1 when they bought, player versus player to it. That was like, that was the icing on the cake. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, I can't draw up the words of how I felt when this game first came out. Uh, oh. That's all I can really describe. This game was, this was a game that said, I'm here, you know, uh, I've developed a passion for VR and it had to be this game that started that.
0: Excellent. What
3: about you, Uh Yeah, just 100% the, uh, Having the aim controller with this, uh, stepping into that whole FPS, this is the first, for PlayStation VR, this is the first proper foray into FPS because of the the aim controller. Um, it's where you come in and you're going along and you're moving through the whole thing and you're aiming down a gun properly and, you know, all of this type of stuff. <laughs> It works and hits all the right buttons in all the right ways, and it's it's the first point where I went. That is just yeah, that just hands down knocked it knocked it out of the ballpark. Basically, um, it done a really good job, though. Of course, it also has another uh, issue for the game for me. Uh, that I get with all VR games is, why did the first bit have to have so many bloody damn spiders in it?
0: <laughs> oh, you don't like spiders? I don't really like spiders, I'm,
3: man. I'm, I'm completely arachnophobic. I'm actually a lot less arachnophobic now than I was before VR. Mm-hmm. Um, right. I can actually deal with there being a spider in a room now without losing my shit over it. Um it's so yeah. Um, I've I've always considered that any game with spiders in it, developers need to have a tick button that says replace all spiders with teddy bears, um, just because um, they really freak me out. Just the thought of spiders sends uh, a chill down my spine. So obviously, far point where you've got spiders this size jumping at your face. It's immediately, yeah. uh, pretty intense, but still, uh, great that I had a gun to shoot them with.
0: Excellent. Yeah, man. So now we're on the, uh, top five now in at number five is, uh, Bring it another game that I absolutely love and I've played this probably more than most and that would be, uh, Until Dawn, Russia Blood. Um, it kind of gave me, uh, the House of the Dead game that I was always after, um, and it still does. I still love playing this. I played it last night again. Um, so, yeah. Give us uh, give us uh, some uh, thoughts on this one, Lincoln.
1: Okay. Uh, Until Dawn, Rush of Blood. Oh, you're scared, games. You're scared, aren't you? You're no, 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 yeah, no. you are. I am scared. But yeah. Until Dawn, Rush of Blood is the first game that I said, I'll play horror games if they are done like this. Okay because you've got you know you've got dual weapons and my yep. thought was simple shoot them before they get me then i got a chance to not die or get scared whatever the case may be
0: yeah, uh, yeah so
1: yeah. I, I really did like it it was yes it was scary uh oh, especially if you miss a shot and they get through and get right in your face that was a uh, kind of scary but uh, yeah,
0: even the intro uh, scary
1: yeah <laughs> Even the
0: intro's scary. Like this zombie thing comes out. What about you, Nathan? What do you think of this one? I haven't played this one. Uh-huh. Mm, I haven't. Man. You'll have to uh, you'll have to check it out if you get possible. I don't know if it's ever been a PS Plus game though. This one, I'm not sure. Yeah. It probably ha It should have been if it if it wasn't. I'm i got
2: a feeling that had. But... <laughs> it's just weird if you compare this. VR uh, experience to the actual game. It's like what what the heck happened there? Because yeah. some yeah. people thought it was like uh, an extension of, but that's not the case. It's yeah. something different.
0: Yeah, oh, it's completely different. It's um Because I think in the other one as well, which I thought was a really cool mechanic in like the third person uh, actual game, is when a scare thing comes up and you've got a camera, it films you. So it films your reaction. So there was me and my wife playing it, and she had a cup of tea next to me, and it's <laughs> the jumps <laughs> happened and it starts, must be filming like a second before. Cause she's gone like that with her tee, nearly put it on me and went like and caught it. And then like, when we finished playing, it basically said you can replay these moments in, v- in and, and watch it again. And that was really <laughs> cool. I thought that was a great mechanic. to yeah. Cause everyone loves with VR it. man. Yeah. Yeah. That, that'd have been absolutely fantastic to possibly record people's reactions while playing a game would be sensational. Like people would love to watch that.
3: Well, Go on South. Um, of course this one as as I'm gonna talk about everything else with it. Yeah, great. Love it, roller coasters, jump you know, the jump yeah, the scares, movies, yeah. everything else like that. Again, this has spiders in it, so this made me live my worst fear in VR. see that that's the part with the spiders where they come out of the big spider and they actually completely cocoon you in spiders. Yes. Absolutely. I have the footage on my channel, of course, of me curling up on my seat in a ball while screaming my head off. Oh man. Because that happened. I literally screamed and I just go. Oh, oh, okay. And then I'm a little bit incoherent with myself and like, oh what the you know cuz i literally that game literally made me live my worst nightmare yeah, that's why i love it though <laughs> but what, um, um, it. it's a hell of a funny funny hell of a honey. funny video to watch back just like you're saying cuz i was filming myself at the time as we do uh with the, the streaming so i did get to see that that ultimate scare me in my ultimate scare moment so I, I totally Do you think it should be in
0: number 5 that? at this chart yeah. Do you agree with that?
3: Oh I think it's a, it's a good safe bet for a lot of people I think it works well for uh so many people.
0: And just to point out what I was saying earlier this is a launch title. Yeah. And it's in the top 5 3 years later. So that's what I'm saying there's like these sort of things uh, like I think if you went on a flat game kind of thing that wouldn't happen the older games wouldn't necessarily be is, in a top this is 10. One of those... So like
3: Sorry, I I really this is one of the, the, these titles that a lot of people who have people around to their house and try out VR and are very mean spirited put them into this game. And yeah, that's man. why it gets up there in a, a top list because there's a lot of people who'd love to go, here, try this out and watch their friends go, ah! You know, funny enough,
0: um, DLG27 just said there's no better roller coaster experience in VR. So, yeah, actually, has a good point. When I have someone around to play it, they are, like, feeling it, man. They, they feel that. Oh, scooby David's going. Seven degrees of gaming. Nice, dude. Hello, Nat. Drew, how's it going, guys? Right, so, number four is, I believe, if I've made the video right, should be Blood and Truth, um, which, uh, once again, it goes against what we said a minute ago of older games. I expected Blood and Truth to be in the top five because um, it was like a movie experience, I thought. Nathie, obviously, you've played this one, I'm assuming.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. what did you think?
2: That's awesome. It's awesome yeah. because I played the London Heist, so this was very satisfying to jump into. Uh, yeah. Man. And I thought the on-rails part was was not that annoying as some people thought it would be, because it it, it was made in a way where you wouldn't miss out on anything. It was like scripted, but uh, it made sense the way they made it. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, I thought it was... Um, when I played it, first of all, EGX, and I found that it was on the rails... And it looked pretty blurry as well, because obviously it was, uh, I guess it was just early gameplay. I was a bit like, no, because whenever I played, whenever I saw a video of it, I didn't know it was on the rails. Do you know what I'm saying? So yeah, I got a bit true. like. Yeah, and they could like, have
2: been more straight up with that for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah it disappointed me a bit. I, I walked away because obviously
2: I didn't know either. Yeah, I didn't, I know, either. Yeah, I didn't
0: no. know either. Yeah, it shot me. I was like, oh, no, don't say that. And then you couldn't go back as well. Like if you went into cover somewhere ahead of you, you couldn't turn around and go back. So that was a bit gutting. Um, Yeah, Sal, what do you think of this game?
3: I love the story. I love the engagement with it. If you want to be in a Hollywood blockbuster action film, you know, that has that sort of, um, that sort of like London East End uh, spy come uh, gangster film quality, then this is it. It's like playing a bit of a Guy Ritchie film in VR, and I love that aspect of it. Of course, the movement yep. system, like you say, you can move sideways, and then you can move, progress forwards, and then move sideways. Yeah, um, in and out
0: of cover, that's right, you can move left and right in cover. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah.
3: Um, so, it, it, I approached it from being in a living uh, cinematic experience. Mm-hmm. And it lived up to that side for me. It made me feel like I was immersed in that, and that that story and everything going along was great. And so I love it. Yeah, yeah. Same there. dude. I
0: um, I done this like I've done this game in one live stream. I couldn't stop playing it. I was like, it felt like I was in a really good film. What about you, Lincoln? Uh,
1: this game, Sony delivered. Uh, when the PlayStation VR was in its infancy. There was two games that I said we gotta have a sequel to them, and that was Batman Arkham and London Heights. So we gotta have a sequel to this game, uh, yeah. and they delivered. And when this game came out, when I played it, I felt like this game should have been considered for VR game of the year, um, even if it was an on-rail game. I think uh, I think it had great graphics. Um, I think it was really fun. Uh, I think it had an incredible soundtrack. I mean, uh, there there was a part in the uh, when I was inside that nightclub, you know, and that song was like, I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you, man. I I love that song. I've even gone back and just listened to the soundtrack a couple of times without playing the game.
0: Yeah, Uh, there's some great grime in there, like like in uh, UK grime music. And I love it. It is good. Yeah,
1: I love that. I love that. So uh, an incredible game. I think Sony delivered with that game. Um, I think that game was worth every penny to me.
0: Absolutely. So, moving on to number three, which I was also, I don't this is getting weird now, but it, it's Beat Saber, um, yeah. which I believe is, is the best-selling VR game currently. Is that right? Has it sold more units than any other VR game? Uh, still... I believe it
1: is the only VR game that that sold over a, over million, a million copies. Um, it is uh, It is number one. I did see an article just a couple of days ago that is yeah. one on the PlayStation VR charts for the third month in a row, and it has hit number one several times this year.
0: Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, and with good reason. And I think everyone's got something to look forward to with uh, the 360 mode, which I read on a tweet. They are kind of going to bring to PSVR as like a 180 120 kind of mode uh, was mode, saintly yeah. tweeted out which is awesome because i played the 360 and funny enough exactly what nathan said when i saw him at gamescom i said i just played 360 anywhere but it's kind of more like 180 yeah, and i was yeah. like he's quite right yeah i think i remember turning around <laughs> a couple of times but mainly yeah. it was all in front of you so it would work on playstation there's no reason i don't think that could work so uh, yeah so tell me about your experience with uh beat Saber, man because you know the people anyway what do you mean me yeah, sorry,
2: Nathan. yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, Beat Saber. Yeah, what do I need to say about this title? You know, it's the flagship of, of virtual reality in general. Um, and as you said, like this 180 mode is something uh, fun to look forward to. It it spices up uh, Beat Saber uh, a bit, because if you haven't been playing it for a while, then this is welcome. Because it allows, you know, so many... Like especially for PlayStation VR, where modding is not a thing, um, a 180 mode is definitely gonna you know be some fresh air. Um, and um, yeah, besides that, I have nothing to say about Beat Saber.
0: Do you think like in a way for content creators, this is one of those games that I, this is another one like I said about Superhot. I saw this a lot on YouTube like it was
2: massively covered uh, like, yeah yeah mixed reality Still, live streams yeah sure um but on the other side i mean uh beat saber is, is 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 playing songs that are copyrighted so it's on one side i agree on the other side uh, that's not really the case but uh yeah it depends on what you do if you, if you are a twitch streamer then yeah beat saber can definitely help you out you know um, for YouTube, I don't know. It depends. Some some there are YouTubers that have like huge channels nowadays based on only Beat Saber. Um, but yeah, it's impressive. Um, it's such a small team too. It's like under 10 people that made this game, um, and um, they are still improving it. They still think it's not the best game, and there's still a lot to you know work on. So uh, I like that attitude in in a way. Um, and it was also great to see them. Uh, this year at Oculus Connect, have their moment of fame coming up stage and, and get to, like, plug themselves. Because usually you see Yaroslav Beck as, like, the front man, but um, the people behind him are the ones that also make a lot of the magic happen, yeah. besides the music, you know, the mechanics and everything. So, yeah. Awesome. What well,
0: about you I know that's actually how I met you, was playing Big Saber. <laughs>
3: yeah. Uh, I was, of I was course... <clears throat> I like Beat Saber. I don't play it as much as I need to again. I need to play it a lot more. Um, I think the Hot Summer stopped me a lot on that. So I need to get in shape, basically. And Beat Saber definitely works up a sweat. I think the appeal of Beat Saber is that it's really so simple. It just plays so simple. And it appeals to a lot of people that are not gamers, are not interested remotely in the technology of vr but it appeals to a lot of people that just go oh that looks like fun if they're shown it in the right way like you know, mis- you know what mixed what reality i think it's right
0: it's simple to pick up but it's hard to master and oh, that's yeah. quite a key element of making a game that
3: lasts and, and, you know and I mean? people sink literally thousands of hours in mastering it
2: mm. yeah 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 it has sure. a progression system that you can uh well not play anywhere else,
0: yeah yeah that's what I'm saying, man like to have a game that you can literally have an entry point of anyone can play it to then go to a point of getting good at yeah. it that not it's like it, it it
2: takes only like i think it takes around like ten minutes to 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 get the point of how you play it, and then it's like, oh wait, so I know how to actually get to the point where I'm super good at it. It's clear how to yeah. do it, but. You yep. just know it takes a lot of time. So it's, and, and that makes it like instantly fun to play. It's no yeah, secret sure. how you become better. That's not yeah. really a secret.
0: Sorry, my mic was muted then. I was basically saying this game is one of those games that is, uh, is easy to pick up and play as an entry point, but it's got that difficulty thing where it's yeah, hard yeah. to master. Yeah, yeah. So it keeps people coming back and playing it for a long period of time. I do apologize. That was, uh, I basically <laughs> wanted to cough. And if I cough, Salsa can't talk. Um, so, Lincoln,
1: mm-hmm. how are you thinking about Beat Saber, man? Severely underrated, even though it is probably the biggest game on VR. You think it's so underrated? It, yeah, I mean, I think it's underrated when people first see it, where they think it's so simple and don't think they'll be interested in the game. But oh, okay. then again, once they play the game for a few minutes and they understand how the game is, then they get entrenched in it, especially if they're playing the game to a song that they really, really like. See, and that's what keeps the game fresh. And um, to touch on the subject that Nathie was speaking of about these copyright situations, both, oh, uh, new, both YouTube and Twitch has algorithms that deal with people um, streaming copyrighted music. In the case of YouTube, it depends on the song. So you could get blocked regionally or globally. In the case of Twitch, yeah, they, they, mute
0: part, they mute segments out, don't they, after live? Yeah, they, just
1: mute, they just mute you out yeah. probably long enough for you to get through the song. But if you come back with another song that's copyrighted, then you're going to get muted again. So I was doing a show that I called the Friday Night Jam, where on Friday nights I was playing my favorite RB and hip-hop songs um, on Beat Saber. And nice. uh, when I did the show on Twitch, half of it got muted out. Uh, when I did it on uh, YouTube, it was blocked. Glo- it was blocked <laughs> regionally, and yeah, there I'm, was another one I, that, I, that got blocked globally.
3: Yeah, i was I was playing. I was playing. How many copyrights could I pick up playing Beat Saber? So oh my, um, uh, my record is thirty six copyright uh, um, calls for music blocked worldwide twice for the same s- song and blocked through, I think, about seven different regions.
1: Yeah. And, and <laughs> another thing about Beat Saber, um, you know, I've worked out off and on for about, uh, I think, about 20, 27 years. Off and on, I've worked out. And um, as far as the car, the cardio part of it, uh, going into a gym and getting on a treadmill is boring. Yeah. 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 Not only that, if you walk, you can walk on a treadmill for about three hours and only burn four calories. You know, uh, Beat Saber can be really intense and can make you burn a lot of calories up. Whenever people come to me and say, what can I do to lose weight or what can I do for cardio or something like that? I pull out my phone and I show them Beat Saber.
0: Oh, man, that's cool. There's a lot of success stories of people losing weight using Beat Saber.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. I use it for my um, cardio because, uh, you know, for those who know that I have diabetes, it is imperative that um, at the very least, I at least get my cardio in. So I still play Beat Saber at least twice a week, whether or not that I'm streaming it, because I'm just not going to pack my bags and go sit in a gym for three hours, you know, bored to death. Beat Saber gives you that cardio and fun at the same time. You have so yeah. much fun with the game, you forget how long you've been playing it.
0: Absolutely. Oh, all right good. cool so uh on to number two which i was like i thought this was going to be number one is astrobot um yeah i thought this was going to be number one personally uh hmm. just because it's got a wider appeal than what is number one in our list so uh yeah and i remember i watched uh, nathy's video on astrobot and you absolutely loved
2: this didn't you yeah, it was that's, it's, it's my amazing favorite, it's my favorite game on the platform yeah it's yeah. great it's awesome
0: Absolutely, and it's, I think it reminds everyone of Super Mario 64 kind of thing, and they were very clever with their interaction in the game, head-butting boards. Um, just like we were saying about a flat game coming to VR, when a game is built in VR, that interaction's there. You know, yeah. he's, he's built in there already. The, like the, you've seen on the video now, the controller turns into like shurikens. Um, all these little things that make this, for me, a truly magical game. Um, yeah, I absolutely love this. It's beautiful and I love playing it. It made me smile. Getting that water in your face. I can't remember what level it was, and it reminded me of Sonic Adventure on Dreamcast, where you're going through the boat, or the dolphins bring you down, and then there was waves here in my face, dude. And I was like, This is bloody amazing. How have they graphically as well? Again, when anyone ever doubts PlayStation graphics, pff, do you know what I'm saying? This is uh this is a good one. So Lincoln, how are you feeling about Astrobot? You're muted, dude.
1: <laughs> Sorry about nice. that. That's what um, I done earlier. I thought, I thought AstroBot was a breath of fresh air, uh, a lot of fun, and another game that I thought was underrated. Yeah. Um, when I first saw the game, I was like, okay, uh, a platformer, um, and I don't know. Again, when I when I got the game, it was part of that. Moss bundle that I bought when I bought my second PlayStation VR headset. So when I played the game, I said, "Okay, I can see why the critics were saying that this is VR's version of uh, of Mario World." Yeah, or, you know, one of the Mario games, um, and I felt like that this game was so good that um, this is going to be PlayStation VR's mascot, the AstroBot. It kind of was. It, yeah. So I felt when you think of PlayStation VR, that's gonna be one of the yeah. first things to, one of the first games to come to mind. Mm. So one and, of the uh, things
0: and, I noticed when playing it, EGX, was the symbols of PlayStation symbols. If you get hurt or you hit anything or jump on his head, PlayStation symbols burst out of stuff. And that's what I was thinking, are they gonna push this as like the crash bandicoot of PlayStation? Do you know what I mean? Like is
2: that where that is going?
1: Yeah, that's that's definitely the way I felt about the game. Mm.
2: Well, that's what VR needs, right? They, like, I think every platform right now lacks uh, certain characters that kind of make VR. Of course, it's a very new market, but we don't have that many characters yet that you could identify yourselves with. It's like, oh, you know, place VR has these kind of games and characters, and so said so that for me was like, uh, for PC was like Lucky from Lucky Steel was like, wow, this this could be one of the characters. In the end, it kind of died off, but mm-hmm. yeah, Astrobot, like this this little man, could be. The mascot, in a way, for sure. Yeah,
0: absolutely, yeah. Did he first come along in Playroom VR?
3: Yeah, Playroom VR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. this is obviously based off the back of, uh, Playroom VR uh, mini game, um, and then it's flashed, flashed out as a full game because everybody loved the, the game in Playroom so much, and said, "Yeah, why isn't this a full game? I want this to be a full game." and Thankfully, Japan Studios did actually make it as a full game, and it works so well. And it's one of these illustrations that you can't define, uh, or we are finding that VR can't be uh, squashed down to what people think. VR should be because when you come along to VR everybody goes oh so it's all first person it's all you inside the person it's all you in this and they a lot of people actually end up with a lot of preconceptions of what a VR game should be or what mm-hmm. a VR is or isn't and this is one of the things that when you see on a screen okay it looks like any other platformer when you play it in VR for yourself that's where it truly lives. It still has appealed to a lot of people of flat, flat screen gamers just because it looks like a really well done flat screen game. But when you actually are in there in VR, it adds that extra elements to the flat screen genre that haven't been there before. And that's one of the things that really does make it a standout title. Um, Absolutely. But there's a demo of it as well available. If anyone
0: hasn't checked it out, there's a demo of Astro Bot on the store. Um, definitely, definitely, definitely download this. Experience it. Uh, yeah. Top-notch animations, colours, everything in here is uh, superb. So, to number one, finally. Uh, and yeah. <laughs> it is Resident Evil 7. It is the game that whenever I play it, the comments will come when is this coming to PC so <laughs>
3: uh,
0: you know that people want it really badly on PC VR um what was your experience with this one Salsa?
3: um well i still i i had to have a drink while playing this first of all basically yeah it's bloody scary like I say i'm not i'm not a um uh, a big horror fan um and i played this when i had uh some time, different things, and a bit more space and blah 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 and uh, I don't swear much on my streams as well. I try to keep things p c on my on my own channel, and i uh with this game, I said right immediately, I'm having a drink, I'm doing this, I'm sorry, people, I might swear, and I yeah. was right, I did cause it, yeah yeah. You know, it had a few moments where it thing, but it's a big tension builder. Um, what they've done here is pretty damn incredible. Um, yeah, it's, it's why haven't they done it again? That's
0: what I don't get. That's what I don't get. Why haven't they done anymore? more? Spent about you, so What do you think of as well, I
3: think.
2: Yeah, uh, like I, I haven't played that one. I haven't played that. one. just too, I like. I just don't like scary titles. Yeah, I don't like uh, sc- But it's it's funny that. This, this game is also one of those classics, but it's just a game you play with a controller. But yeah. it's still very good. Uh, yeah,
0: it's weird how that works. It is you're weird, it is weird.
2: weird. Because nowadays people would say like, yeah, but that's that's not immersive enough.
0: Yeah. That,
2: that right. feels weird, but it's still something that is very welcoming. And, and so many people are so jealous of this title still being on PlayStation. They've been begging it to come to other platforms. Yeah. Yeah, I
0: just remember the one thing about this game, and I say it all the time, is that I've never played a game where I felt so unsafe, like until I got the <laughs> shotgun. I got the shotgun, and I was like, I'm ready, I'm fine, I can walk around this corner. Yeah, yeah. I'm not panicking. Um, and yeah, you're absolutely right. It's funny you should touch on the shock thing, um, because in a way, yeah, the, people would normally say now, what, this has got move support? Like, no one says that about this game, oddly. They're just happy that it works as well as it does, because like, it's head-aiming. With the gun and stuff. It does work really well. They, they did absolutely smash this. Uh, Lincoln, uh, Like you've played this dude?
1: Yes, I do have this game. Excellent. Um, this game is, how do I describe it? Naturally, it's scary. Yeah. And have any of you seen the demo when the PlayStation demo disc came out? There's a oh, short the clip of this game where you're sitting in a chair and yeah, the, um, the person happen. in his chair, <laughs> who was it? The guy that was with you got decapitated and yeah. came rolling across the floor. <sighs> yeah, I was going to mention that's that. That's the dude. clip that I show to people when <laughs> yeah. I show when I when I want to show them how immersive and how scary VR can be. Yeah, that's so, the clip that I show. Them my missing
0: sister that's her first VR experience so she loves horror films yeah and I said to oh, her I've got this new thing virtual reality blah, blah, blah. I said, do you want to try it she went yeah and I was going to put her in the um, ocean shark experience but not with the yeah. shark that's what I normally do yeah. so people can experience like, walking around in VR and stuff and she said no 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 I'm fine like, love scary films I put her in it though she's never put her headset on since like it terrified her that much <laughs> she was like <laughs> you never explained it to me I think she thought it was going to be like a 3D film
3: yeah, well, people, people oh, do don't think know. that. People do think you know, that. Resident
1: yeah, Evil oh, really. is that game that scared me and disgusted me at the same time. <laughs> yeah. It, it scared me because you're trying to help that girl get out of there, but, you know, she like changing like the weather on you. Next one minute, she turned into oh, a oh, demon.
3: Spoilers, spoilers. Keep keep of all the spoilers. Yeah, <laughs> I, I won't
1: go any further than that, but I, but I can also say this about the game without it being any spoilers. The part that left me disgusted was that house. Oh, it yeah. was absolutely filthy. Oh, uh, you were... <laughs> <there were carcasses laughs> laying yeah. everywhere. You know, uh, a dead crow in the microwave. It was just dirty. The place was just filthy. Oh. And I was like, this crap is just too real. You know, yeah. food sitting on the table with maggots and worms and stuff coming out of it. It was just like, it was so gross, but so real.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that, that, and that does yeah. hit people. Like They are disgusted by this game. You're absolutely right. It's funny you should say it's... that it's another element of this game that i wouldn't have thought about but i know i've heard someone say it so yeah you're right like there's a bit in this video where you see the um the centipedes coming out sure. of the walls and stuff, and you're going through that corridor yeah that that that, that does people man that does people because it feels creepy and uh yeah it's horrible it, it, so it's, yeah it's
3: proper it's proper um hair standing up in the back of your neck moment as you're going through different parts and you've got, like, like say, centipedes going past your eyeballs, as you're trying to stay quiet and hide away from things, and it's the suspense builder as well. It's not just a a, a, a straight-up shock horror. Yeah, yeah. It's the suspense. It's the, the walking over floorboards with the creaking of the house, with the blow, blowing of the wind, with the Sudden, sort of like hearing someone breathing around a corner of hearing (laughs) someone's footsteps on the floor below you, of all of that type of thing, all combined in that really do make this game um, uh, what it is, basically. Yeah, number
0: one. Uh, I, I
1: would also like to add that this is also a game that. One of the reasons that made it so scary is that you couldn't take two steps without turning around to make sure something was behind <laughs> you. Every time you opened the door, you had to open it slowly and look around before you go in there. It was True. like, you know, it was just it was tense. You, you know, this, you cannot relax playing this game.
0: I've completed like, this game four or five times. Wow. I, I love it yeah i absolutely love it i love this game it's fantastic i don't really get bored i like to leave it a good bit, like this live stream i'll be doing every other weekend is because i've like not played it for like eight months nine months and i try and wait um for it to sort of age in my memory nathan do you need to get gone dude what you saying earlier
2: um yeah well i don't know like how long have we been going well Uh, we've been we've been going two and a half hours it's crazy. <laughs> I, th- I said you were going to try to put it like under two hours, but I think we uh, failed. I think yeah, we, failed. we did. We did. Yeah. But we got to number one. Close. We got to
3: number one.
0: Yeah, no worries. All right. Well, we might as well call it a wrap there, unless you guys wanted to talk about I know you don't, Nathan. You said you had to get going. So uh, at some point. But uh, yeah. yeah, man, thank you ever so much for being here, dude. Thank you for doing yeah, this with no us. Really appreciate it. It was a pleasure. It, it was a pleasure. Uh,
1: sure, thanks. Being for on me. the panel with you. Yeah.
2: Yeah, man. Cheers, dude. Thank you. Yeah, so can I just leave? Or... Uh, are we yeah, yeah. Up? Up? Oh, okay. are we, are okay. we I was doing like, I'm not bit? sure how this, how this <laughs> thing works. Okay, <laughs> yeah. well, yeah. see you later. Bye-bye. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> see you later, Bye.
0: Take care. Bye-bye. Cool. So, yeah. Nathy um, joined us today. That was unreal, man. I thought that would be really cool yeah. uh, to get him in here. That was really nice of him. Um, and I know he's a massive fan of PlayStation VR, and as he said, he covers <clears throat> multiple headsets. So, uh, yeah, it was cool. How can I get rid of him geez that one excellent stuff so yeah uh unless uh, the only other thing I wanted to sort of touch about was these patterns which I think you guys have been through already
3: yeah uh, yeah um, obviously the the, the 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 PS5 and the PSVR patents, because yeah. they both have you know you're talking double whammy effect here really mm-hmm. aren't you because the patents I have to say patents are patterns are patterns sometimes patents turn out to be something yeah. And other times, patents are just filed by big companies to put a placeholder in stuff that they are thinking of doing. Yeah. But hold on,
0: hold on, hold on. Stop, stop, stop. You've got no sound.
3: i got no sounds.
0: Yeah, no worries. I think I've realised. No, 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 it's not you. Yeah, I know, sorry. What it was is uh, Nathy had... The main audio link in for all of you because I literally oh. pink one or it's going to echo. So, uh, yeah, sorry, dude. Yeah. So, basically, I was saying about um, the patents and stuff you want to talk about because we had recent patents announced yeah. uh, and some people got excited about them. I wasn't too um, sure about what to say about them because the fact they mentioned a wireless headset was a little bit off putting for me personally. I was a little bit like, oh, I don't know if that's going to happen. Uh, uh, to keep the on cost. <laughs> On well, cost.
3: let's 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 go. No worries, Mick. You're yeah, gone. Sorry, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I think he's. I think there's a few people thinking that we're just completely shutting the stream down and the pod off because Nathy's gone because uh, he's he is doing some some other things as well. Like we yeah. say, it's a pleasure to have had Nathy here. Um, he's a busy guy, as we can all appreciate. Um, Just a quick thing on this, like, uh, uh, to go back, because I was muted. Patterns are patterns, and basically, sometimes big companies put patterns out there to kind of stick a pin through stuff and say, we're going to own this real estate, probably, maybe, could be. And other times, they put it in there because they are going to. So you never quite know whether it's going to be something that's going to become real, partly real, Or completely nothing. Yeah. And that's that's a part of it. What I have found interesting is... um, You was going on about the Wires technology, but first, I think we should address the big thing with PlayStation, and that's tracking. Okay. Because this pattern included uh, stuff for cameras on the headset, both (coughs) forward-facing and a rear-facing camera. Yeah, which suggests inside-out tracking. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it's
0: got to, it's going to be inside-out.
3: That's so, no. but they also include for the camera, the original yes. camera. There,
0: is it the, the original camera or is it like a new style Connect it camera? Looks it's like... you can get finger tracking and all sorts
3: of stuff. You know, No, it looks like that camera.
0: <sighs> okay,
3: so. Um, I want to go with that first. So that deals with head tracking as inside out. It also deals with outside in. Which means if you've got your original PlayStation like we do, um, it allows them to say, okay, you've got your PSVR 1. There's one form of tracking for you. You've still got that. That's still working. That's good. Yeah. Yeah people that come along to the PSVR 2 that could have the inside-out bit, it could also still track that to add extra uh, on there for accuracy. Right. Um, So that's all good like that as well. So it'd still have lights on the outside as we used to with the PSVR. And it does look like that in the designs. Ah, Cool. But it can do that. Now, the other thing that it also says about is uh, controllers. Yeah. It says that the, the controllers themselves have cameras built onto the controllers. Okay. So if the ca- controllers themselves have cameras, are they doing inside out tracking for the controllers?
0: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, possibly.
3: So if yeah. that's the way they're doing it, then you've got 360 because the the, the, the pattern only had two cameras on the front. As we know, two cameras for tracking hand motion doesn't always work well because you have that uh, part where it can't see your hands in behind you or certain <coughs> angles it can't see or work out. So if they are using an external camera, inside out for the head tracking and external and on hand tracking and external in combination to gain accuracy that for me is what i think personally what
0: but, yeah but what about i mean when it comes to price i mean what about the what dude i know what you're saying yeah forget yeah. the tracking for a second Wireless a wireless version that's what i want to get down to do you actually think the psvr2 will be wireless <laughs>
3: Uh, I, I think that's pushing
1: it. At the Lincoln? That is a really tough one because for starters, <clears throat> I got more caught up in the timing of this patent coming out rather than the patent itself because it only came out a couple of days after the Microsoft patent was revealed for their version of VR. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, here we go again. This council crap is about to spill over to VR. You know, it's like, because Sony has done that. They've been playing chess with Microsoft. Every time Microsoft comes out with some kind of announcement, Sony comes out with an announcement that trumps it. Go back to the hmm. um, Inside Xbox episode that, uh, that Microsoft was about to have. Sony shot all of that down when Mark Cerny came out with that um, interview about what they expect out of the PS5 with the solid state drive and the um. And the current PSVR being compatible with the PS5. He said they shot down everything that inside Xbox was about to be about. So you're Um, saying
0: that they basically held back on the patent leak. Xbox come on to get some light, and then Sony went.
1: Yeah, I think it was. I think it was a possible calculated leak by Sony because that was happening with the flat screen games. You had Sea of Thieves coming out. Everybody got hyped with that. And Sony shot them full of holes by showing gameplay of God of War. This has been going on this whole generation.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I pretend you know, to be They, they,
1: they got <laughs> excited about State of Decay. Sony shot them full of holes with the Spider-Man, you know, gameplay. That's, biz- that's so,
3: business, though. That's business. That's I, I, how I business that. rolls. I get that. Yeah, so yeah. I,
1: wasn't, I wasn't upset by the patent. I just found it to be a coincidence that this patent got revealed a couple of days after the Microsoft patent got revealed. Now, what really got my attention about it was the headset itself looked a lot like the current PSVR headset. And and it had more lights in the front and more lights in the back. And that was a concern of mine because I said, one thing that's got to happen next generation is that camera's got to go. Because I think the camera is a big cause of a lot of tracking and drifting issues that we're experiencing with the current PSVR. Mm -hmm. So I didn't really... It didn't really dawn on me that there might be cameras in the back of this headset, but also another reason why I didn't think much of it is because we've already seen a patent suggesting that Sony might be coming out with a wireless headset because we've seen the patent for that battery pack in the back of it, suggesting that it might be wireless. We've also seen patents that suggest that Sony could wirelessly connect two headsets to one console simultaneously, allowing local multiplayer so, looking at that patent to me, it was like, if they do this, this might be going backwards a little bit. So, yeah, uh, and- it's funny enough. Tantra brings up one of the things
0: that is the reason that I don't think it'd be wireless. He's, but how good is the wireless adapter from, say, the Vive adapter? Now, I personally haven't used it. And as far as I know, it works very well. Um, yeah, it does. It's just, it's like 270 or quid, though. Yeah. Just that adapter. That's the thing. That's <clears throat> no controllers, <throat> there's no headset. Just that adapter is um, yeah 278 pounds, isn't
3: it? Yeah, it's, it's around that sort of 200-something-odd mark. Um, the wireless adapter thing is basically that it's a, its own separate little network. That's what it's about because basically you're sending a high rate of information, a lot of information yeah. at high rates. It needs to be responsive. So that's uh, things... zero lag and stuff. Oh, go ahead, so, so I'm sorry. It's, it's just a different type of networking. It's have you got one? It's a separate network. I don't have used one, but uh, it, it just literally is a separate network that is very high speed, very intense high speed, that is yeah. purpose-made. For just doing that, it's very limited range as well, though.
0: Yeah, so I've uh, used wireless doing... Um... Location-based VR. Uh, I mean, this guy done location, and it is obviously both wireless. And yeah, it works fantastically. Uh, Tantrum. It was as normal as you'd expect. You wouldn't know. You wouldn't know. Go on, Lincoln. Sorry, he's going to say something. Uh,
1: What I wanted to say is what we might see in terms of what kind of headset we might see. What what we might see depends on what route Sony wants to take. Because if they want to take the Microsoft route, that latest patent could be what we see. Because Microsoft is a company that wants to turn high profits without investing a lot of money into the product. And I think that shows in some of these games that they have right now with games like Sea of Thieves and State of Decay. Games that look like they don't cost a lot to develop these games, but, um, but they can try to turn a high profit off of these games. I think if Sony goes the Microsoft route, they're going to take shortcuts. They're going to keep that camera. Uh, They'll probably keep the bases of the current headset, throw a few more lights on there and a few more gimmicks on there. But the Sony that we know right now is a Sony that takes chances and they spend money taking those chances. Because if you want to look at it like that, the current PSVR was a gamble. This wasn't, you know, um, because because of how niche it was. Because, um, you know, the Sony has taken several chances in the past with, you know, PlayStation TV, Uh, you know, there was a device where you could connect, uh, to your current PS4 and kind of like Bluetooth, um, onto another TV. It was almost like having a second PlayStation, you know, through Bluetooth. Then Sony has taken a lot of chances on a lot of gadgets. So if that's the Sony that we get, they're going to take some more chances with the next generation of VR. We're going to see some features that's not on current VR headsets. But if they're worried about um, turning profits and not wanting to put a lot, put money back into the product, they're going to take shortcuts, and the next headset is probably going to be a lot like what we got right now with a few with a few tweaks.
0: I don't, I don't care if it's wireless, by the way. I'll be happy with a Rift S style headset. It wouldn't bother me. I don't expect it to be wireless. Dude, if it is wireless, that is insane. But I don't expect it. That's not I, what yeah, I think will happen.
3: When it comes to this next generation... Um, I don't think we're getting it as soon as, obviously, the PS5. Uh, I think it's going to be at least a year after the release of PS5 until we see a PSVR 2. Like I say, why I I preference this with patents are patents, and sometimes they may lead to something real, and other times they're just nothing. Uh, And it's the same with Microsoft. Microsoft and companies like this habitually make patterns, they roll them out constantly to cover their backs in the case of if they do step in that direction. A lot of the time it is them covering their backs For if they do roll in that direction. Uh, At the moment I still don't see Microsoft rolling down that direction. Um, I do see some of the ideas possibly of things coming up uh, from Sony and being able to use some of the technology they've already got, like I said with having both the best of inside out tracking and outside in tracking, trying mm-hmm. to mix those two in as cheapest format as possible because the cameras in these are a lot cheaper to make than you would you would guess for different things and can be really effective at really quite low costs. It's the same as what's coming on with the, the, the PS5. Uh, a lot of people are going, oh, it's got an SSD in it, that may, that's going to explode the price. Well, it's not. I mean, SSDs at the minute are going a lot cheaper than they used to. Um, and you're talking about PCI uh, Express SSD that's going to be in the PS5. And uh, you can get a terabyte's worth of... Uh, M M.2, PCI Ex- Express, SSD, as fast as you'd like, from Samsung, for 130 quid retail. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Sony as a company, they don't pay retail prices on this. <coughs> They're buying in bulk. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah? yeah, yeah. So, that is a lot less expensive than you'd think. Yeah. It is still, of course, a big portion of the build cost of a system, comparatively speaking, but it's not as high as you would think. But it's gaining. What it gains is going to be amazing. You know, what, yeah. what it gains is going to be absolutely uh, a big thing. And they already showed that with a dev kit, saying, okay, here's us swinging through the, the you know, Spider-Man... Swinging down the streets of New York. Here's that same thing loading in, because they did it at the load speed that the the hard disk could take. So it was like, here's on a PS4 hard disk. Here it is, the same thing with all the frame limiters taken off, just for how fast we can stream the uh, content in. And it's a gigantic leap. The other thing you'd see is game sizes shrinking and different things like that. Because at the moment, the amount of space that's occupied in your hard disk is a lot more. Because they put copies, same parts of the game, as copies throughout the disk. So that the disk interaction is smaller and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's, it's, it's all different things. that, that, that The thing is, on. though, the
0: PlayStation VR is, is forwards compatible. Yeah, PSVR five with PS5. Yeah. So we're sort of we're laughing already, really. We're already out oh, of the box. We're gonna yeah. have.
3: The 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 big issue for PlayStation VR at the moment, it's three years old. And although something like Wipeout, which is on our list and we all said earlier, is a prime example of the best that, that headset can deliver in terms of visuals. But um you know, would you I agree? Don't...
0: Do you, do you think? No, I don't. I, I think, I think the PlayStation VR. When I play games like Astrobot Wipeout, I think it's the PlayStation that holds it back. I'd be quite happy. No, that's, he,
3: that's, do you know what I'm I, mean, I mean. They, 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 but those games are really, really pin sharp. Yeah, that's what I'm. Yeah, they're, they're, they're absolutely pin sharp. So the headsets. Fine. All the other games, because they aren't that pin sharp, it's not the headset. It's the PS Five. I would love to see the tracking improved though a little bit. Like yesterday, that's was the big support.
0: point. That's the that was big a bit point. of an issue. That was like the controllers were like moving around and floating around and stuff. And you know, like little things like that are a little bit like, oh man. Um, but yeah, yeah.
1: The, um You know, the limitations of the current console is one of the reasons why it's like the PS5. I don't have that much interest in the console for the flat screen games. So I'm interested in it for the vr aspect of it because uh right now there's a lot of limitations that um prevent us from getting some games that are on pc and i think the power of the ps5 the rumor power of it i think when somebody develops a game they'll be able to put it out on both pc and ps5 at the same time instead Mm -hmm. of having to find a way to water it down for the playstation version or, or just having to skip it all together because one thing the PlayStation VR, in my opinion, is sorely lacking is, is multiplayer games. I don't know if that's because of hardware limitations or not. I don't know why, but that's something we're sorely lacking, and I'm hoping that's something that's going to be resolved when the PS5 come out with uh, GT Sport being the main culprit of that. That is the game that I've got to have a VR multiplayer on it. No exceptions.
0: Yeah, and I don't. When you play games like Wipeout and stuff, it can be done. I don't really understand why some of these games aren't featuring multiplayer. It's it's quite
3: simple. uh, Well, simple. It's not simple. Nothing is ever that simple. When you go to something like uh, a sim game in particular, like uh, uh, GT Sport, as soon as you add multiple uh, cars in there and different things like that, where it's got to calculate how the cars are doing it takes a a hit onto the CPU as well as the GPU. So, uh, as soon as you add more cars onto a track, the CPU is taking a lot more of a hit. I reckon if you you could see the statistics of what is happening (coughs) in GT Sport between the GPU working and the CPU working, you would see that the CPU is the bit that Gets swamped, yeah. VR gaming, um, because not only does the CPU actually say to the graphics part, I need you to draw this, I need you to draw that, I need you to draw that, I need you to draw that, it's also doing the work on saying cars act like this when it's going into the corner, the rebound on the springs goes like that, the yeah, 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 all this stuff that all happens. Uh, On the CPU side. So it all loads it down. Uh, Mm, Ah, See you, Keith. Um, So that is where it's going to happen. And that's where uh, the PS Pro that was capable of running a multiplayer version of GT Sport had the big, big impact over what is possible on an OG PS4. And because they have that policy of, you know, it's a, you know, for better or worse, in this case, worse, uh, they want to make sure that everybody gets that uh, same playing experience. There are no exclusive modes for PS Pro only. This is where the PS5 is going to come along with that extra power. I mean, it's a, a Ryzen 8 core Zen 2 architecture in there, so it's you know that's pretty good stuff. Um, I know it sounds wonderful when you say it as well, and most people don't care what it means because it ultimately doesn't mean much until it does something for your headset, and that's what it's going to bring. It will hopefully up <laughs> that aspect of it where, um, our VR for an experience, a headset like a PSVR finally gets the right. Right that stuff,
0: yeah, man. Well, unless you guys have got anything to add, I'd like to call it uh, a night on this show, man, because it's uh, <laughs> we've hit the three hour mark nearly again. Um, yeah. we are 10 minutes away from hitting Oof. the golden three hours. It's
3: like, oh, oh we've got one, we've got one other big thing to mention, have we? Yeah, very, promised it. Yeah, it's a big, important thing. What do you mean, what we're wearing? We've got the VR Link oh. shirt, dude, and I've got the uh, well, that's that's a that's one that's one other big. Big, big thing to oh, uh, right, okay. remember. But you about, not...
0: Oh, the PS5 and the Haptic Feedback. Ed Spears, how's it going?
3: Uh, Haptic oh, feedback—that's another thing to mention, but not the the other big thing that we was going to mention. Okay, we was going to mention about the podcast audio-only version, which should be available after this week.
0: There you go, I completely forgot about that. Yeah, it's uh, on, the, on the website. Are we renaming the website? Are we, are uh, we well, the website?
3: The, the main website there will stay the same, um, apart from a couple of little updates and changes. Um, I'm just going to put uh, a quick link into where our main podcast will run from, but it will be available on Spotify, and it will be available on SoundCloud, uh hopefully and it will be available on this link that's just gone into the chat. This is ideal is...
0: for people who like go fishing or something because imagine having three hours. Like I go to the gym for like an hour, hour and a half. There's podcasts like <laughs> they don't go on for this long, man. <laughs> like a live cast, they should well, you, you, you <laughs> Pause
3: it, it and um, you know, do your workout. You pause it there you've gone had your shower blah 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 get into your car to go home play the rest on the car on the way home
0: oh excellent stuff so yeah there's the news and also uh we're going to be at egx i know lincoln won't be there because he's not even in the country but um cheers troy <laughs> thank you our Rambo. thank you everyone for being here i really appreciate it um i know the show does go on sometimes I do apologize i did want to try and make this tight I did want to try and get a two-hour mark on this. It didn't happen. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, it's just one of them. But uh, we are going to be at EGX. on there personally on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Uh, what about you, Sal?
3: I'm only there on Saturday, uh, so from about 11 um, o'clock onwards. And that's there on the Sunday? Yeah, that's there on the Sunday. Okay,
0: so, yeah, um, we'll all be there at some point at EGX. Hopefully you can come up. Please say hello. Um, that would be nice, because sometimes I get messages afterwards, people have seen me and said they saw me, and I just think, well we you yeah. could have said hello to one another, you know and it's of course,
3: if, if if people like googly eyes, and they they manage to come uh, and see me, then I can give them some nice little googly eyes
0: there you go, free googly eyes as well, um, should I go to EG, should I go EGX, Tommy the Cat dude, if you like video games it's a definite, because it's, I don't know how big the VR game is there. It's ne- they've never been that big. They did do one last year. This is the biggest event. So there's two EGXs. There's one called Rez, which is like indie stuff. And there's the main event. And the main event last year was at the NEC. And there was VR there, uh, and PlayStation VR. And they done a massive, massively great job. There was some PC VR there. Um, last time I went, I was only doing PlayStation VR. So it'd be interesting to see what i get to look at and film doing PC this time. Um, But yeah, I I love gaming, so I'll be there.
3: Yeah, uh, Ham as well. If you haven't been to EGX before, just for anybody who's doing the uh, VR stuff and Sony's VR stuff in particular, for the uh, PlayStation VR, uh, Iron Man is definitely going to be popular. The way they work is on a queue system that you have the queues open twice a day. Uh, Mm. You go, queue, get a time slot, and then they run through the time slots. So, actually, its I think it's three times a day they open up queues, isn't it? They have, like, a before op- open, 11 o'clock oh. open, and then the midday thing.
0: Yeah, they do it. Yeah, so you book yourself in per slot, per yeah. time.
3: Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. You, can't, you
0: don't just have a massive queue for the whole day.
3: Exactly. So, you'll have yeah. the queues open at certain times. You go book your slot, and then you come back for your time slot to play your game. Excellent stuff. Yeah, man.
0: So, yeah, and uh, obviously see you Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday for some live streams, as always, uh, doing our thing over here. Lincoln, thank you for joining me, man. You got anything planned this
1: week you want to do, or do you know what you're doing? Uh, Probably put some more time into Asgard's Wrath. But other Mm. than that, I just want to say uh, happy birthday, PlayStation VR. Uh, If it weren't for you, we wouldn't be where we're at right now.
0: That's right, man. That's that's the whole point of this. Um, it's worth saying something about. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's they've done so well, and they are the reason that I'm here. So, but on a personal level, that's why I wanted to be here. So, but yeah, uh, Nat Carby in the chat though. Seven Degrees of Gaming. Please remember to check him out. Uh, I don't know if he's not here now, but thank him for being here today. Uh, he's one of the biggest, if not the most well-known uh virtuality youtubers and obviously in that term he's also a supporter of virtuality massively so uh yeah big thanks to him for being here salsa cheers man thank you dude i'll put all the guys links in the videos uh if you haven't been there so yeah take care everyone thank you everyone in the chat look after yourselves have a great week enjoy the rest of your evening and uh we'll see you all soon
1: yep bye-bye
0: see you, see you everybody